Welcome to the Galen Trombley Show. You can find me on Facebook at Galen Trombley, on Instagram at Galen Trombley, and on YouTube at Galen Trombley. Spelling G-A-E-L-A-N-T-R-O-M-B-L-E-Y. Enjoy the show. On episode 41 of the Galen Trombley Show, we have Christy Kennedy from the Chamber of Commerce. She is the Vice President of Marketing and the Director of Tourism. We talk about both of those things, plus a lot of fun hobbies that she likes to do. Um, my voice is a little scratchy from this past weekend, which I talk about very briefly, uh, but most of the episode is Christy talking about her love of the area and all the fabulous things that our Adirondack Coast has to offer. So I hope you guys all enjoy episode 41 of the Galen Trombley Show. Welcome to the Galen Trombley Show. Welcome to the Galen Trombley Show. I, actually, I don't even know what I said there, so this is live. This is live. Um, I was just talking to my guest how I do a formal intro, and then I couldn't think in my head how I actually start each show, which normally happens. So um, I'll do that intro later. You probably already heard it if you're listening to the podcast. So uh, we're here. This is episode 41 of the Galen Trombley Show. I have Christy Kennedy here, and Christy is the VP of Marketing and Director of Tourism at the North Country Chamber of Commerce. Uh, she was on my... I always talk about a list of guests that I want to have on the podcast, and she's been on it. I just I procrastinated procrastinated in actually asking her to be on it, but here she is live in the studio, and I asked if her name was Christy Kennedy, and she said, what was it? Every day. Every day. So, Christy, welcome to the show. Well, thank you. I feel like special, like I'm on this list. You're, you're on the special list. Yes. It's only well, yes, probably like 20-something names. But I keep I kind of scratching them off, so it's because uh, this is episode forty-one now. So we've had but if, we've had a few repeat guests. I'd say in general, we've probably had thirty-five guests. Wow! So it's good. Then we keep adding to it. Our goal was uh, fifty-two by the end of the year, one a week. But I think we'll pass that. It sounds like it. Yeah, we so still got half a year left. We're we're doing good. I got a few lined up. Um, I'm now starting to go after people that aren't my friends. Not in a bad way, but like people that I don't know super well. Because right. of course, like when I first started, you pat it. I had Matt Craig, I had Meg Whedon, I had Ryan Lee and Nicole. And I had all these people that it was like easy for me. Like, because I had to get into, I could basically screw up with them before right. I started bringing yes. up people that I was like, don't screw up this interview. It's yeah. not good. And they can't make fun of you because they're your friends. So they have to still be your friends at the end of the day. And they can't say no to the podcast. Right. So I'm like, you guys want to do it? And yeah. they're like, oh, God, okay, I'll do it. And they know all your flaws but, anyway. So they're like, yeah, okay. That's it. Yeah. And we were, we were playing in a golf tournament the other day and um, it was your golf tournament the I other know, day. I know. That was fun. And you saw my team. So my, my team was uh, Chris Boyer, Andy Lamonto, and our, and our captain, Aaron Benner. And uh, Aaron, I think it was by like the seventh hole, turns to me, we were riding in the car together, and he goes, there hasn't been one short joke this whole time. I said, Aaron, I said, we know you way too well. We can't pull that card right now because it's too easy. It's too easy with him. So, um, so yeah, so we, we, had a, we had a good time. The, the, uh, my friends come on, and they're good and, and love talking to them. They're, they're my repeat guests. They're, they're the ones that if I get a cancellation in a pinch, I usually start shooting out texts. And they're like, yeah, I'll, I'll come do it. So, uh, But so – because there's a lot of stuff I don't know about you. I just found out a couple of cool things oh, about wow. you. But give us your background, how you became 2019 Christy. 
Oh, that's a tough one. I'm actually from this area. So I was born in Rochester, lived in Vermont for a little while, but my family's from here. So about when I was in middle school, we moved back to the area and I went through the whole school system here, the great city school system. And uh, I always tell people I went to PHS which I loved, and then I decided I needed to go to college, and I made the great leap across the sidewalk. That's it. It was a great move. <laughs> and I, went, <laughs> I was like, wow, guys, I got to pack a bag. Um, and I went to SUNY Plattsburgh and got my degree in mass uh, communications, which is kind of perf- perfect for podcasts. And I worked in radio. And I thought I would love it. Perfect for podcasts. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I thought radio's <laughs> awesome. You get to talk for a living. And I love to talk. <laughs> and then I realized that you go in a room and talk by yourself. Which is That's so boring. <laughs> and to start out, you're at midnight. And I can't stay awake. <laughs> and like I would crave when other people would come into the studio. I'd be like, hey, come in. No, okay. So I'd like. I'm really sick of talking to walls. And <laughs> it's like when Joe Dirt comes in. I got the janitor. Come on, we'll get to the Yeah, <laughs> anyone. Anyone want to talk to me? Anyone? And uh, so I decided this wasn't for me, but I still liked the aspect of being around people and marketing and promotions and uh, worked over here for actually someone you probably know well, but I worked for Neil Facet for a while, yeah. for four or five years. And in had, real estate? I was his office manager. I did all the oh, marketing. Awesome. Well, okay. and that's Wait, what, what year was this? Uh, 2005 to 2008. Okay. Before, before my real estate. Before like I said, maybe you. I met you before. No. No, before me. no, no, no. And so he just had moved to the um, office on the Oval. Yep. And so I came on board and helped him with that and kind of all of his marketing stuff. I met a ton of great people in the community and then decided to take a leap again. I saw there was a job at the North Country Chamber for a group marketing. So someone to do the bass fishing tournaments that we have here. And bring motor coaches to the area and groups and things like that. And I jumped at it and uh, got the job there. And I've been there for 11 years. That's crazy. So I uh, I just met, I think I like formally met you, what, probably three, four, five months ago, yeah. maybe? And uh, I had heard about you from many people. I had seen you around and heard... Um, you're one of those people that when people say, I mentioned Christy Kennedy, they get a big smile on their face. Oh, and thank say, God. Yeah, well, I mean, most most of the people, ninety yeah. percent. No, but then they go. Uh, then we all have enemies. Yeah, then then they say, "Oh, absolutely love her." And I said, "This is great. I got to meet this lady." And then I, I end up meeting you, and you lived up to the billing. But Oof. we, uh, no, I, so I met at the I was pronounced or say it wrong, but North, North Country Connections. North Country Connections. Mm-hmm. I was going to say Chamber Connections. North Country Connections. Um, and the people there are extremely nice because I met basically all of them yeah. at that point, yeah. and I don't know why. It took me as long as it did to get involved with like the more local community, but I really like the last like two years have just jumped out through eighty KYP and then probably this year more so the chamber. Last mm-hmm. year I went to a lot of the after hours, but I was still so new yeah. that you know I didn't meet a lot of people. But um, the group of people is great there. So what that was awesome. what was your interest in getting into North Country Chamber or the North, North Country? Country no, 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 no. North Country Chamber of Commerce. What was your, like, why did you want to go that way? Was it because of the actual position or was it because of you promoting the area? Because you, you've done some cool things since you've yeah. been there. Actually, I had always thought, even before the job opportunity came at the chamber, I thought, wouldn't it be great to tell people about our community? Because how many times have somebody said, oh, there's nothing to do here? Mm-hmm. And it used to infuriate me because there is so much to do here. Yes, we don't have an amusement park. Yes, we don't have, you know, the things you 
some people think of that make a great city, but we have a lake and we have mountains and we have great wineries and breweries. And how can you say there's nothing to do here? So it actually made, always made me upset. And then I was like, I wonder if there's a way that I can take my love of the area and tell people about it. And I had no clue at the time that that's what the Chamber of Commerce did. Like yeah. I was naive. So I was 26 years old. And all of a sudden I started talking about this position and I was like, oh my God, here's the fit I was looking for. Like I can tell people that we live in a really cool spot. And then having worked at, with Facet and um, with Neil, I got to meet a lot of really cool community members. And then that kind of even drove me further. Like we have great business community. Mm-hmm. We have great businesses here who are doing great things. And Every owner wants to do better for the community. It's very rarely are they like, well, I'm only here to make myself money. It's like, no, I want to leave the, uh, this place better and, and mm-hmm. do something bigger. And so that's really what kind of drove me. And then when this opportunity came about, it was kind of like that perfect storm came together. And that was how I got involved. And that's what I love about it. And that's still what I love about the chamber. And, and one of the things that I believe this was you had done this because someone told me this, but the Adirondack Coast, that was a rebranding that you did. Were you part of that? I was part of it just before when I first came on board, there was a person in my position. We were like the team for tourism and she really came up with the brand for the Adirondack Coast and we were going to change it. Michelle Powers and she wanted to change it to the Adirondack Coast. And so we just kind of jumped on board and um, she has since left the chamber, but I kept moving through and kept mm-hmm. that going. And now we've done, a, you know, we have a community members talking about us as the Adirondack Coast. And that, I do all the time now. Yeah. Like now it's become like part of my, is it vernacular? It is, is that, vernacular. That's a big word. That's, word. A, that's a big word. word. That's a big word S-A-T. for me. Yeah. So, but it's, it's become part of my vernacular when I actually say stuff and besides just like hashtagging mm-hmm. all over social media with ADK Coast. I, but I say it a lot, like Adirondack mm-hmm. Coast to refer to the areas that, which I love because okay. I just think it's a, like a brilliant, I, like it's easier to say like instead of uh, North Country or upstate New York, Adirondack Coast, they can kind of pick out where that is because it's... That was it exactly. Everyone has a North Country when it comes to visitors and marketing, you know, mm-hmm. every state has a North Country. But when we're off talking to somebody in San Diego or, you know, they were just in St. Louis. Whenever we're there and we can say the Adirondack Coast, they automatically know we're in New York. They don't need to know Plattsburgh. They don't need to know Peru or Shazy. They just need to know the Adirondacks are in New York. Is Now, is there any other place with Adirondack? Like, I know the Adirondack Mountains, but there's mm-hmm. not like another location that's like Adirondacks anywhere. You know, like the Adirondack chairs and things. Yep. It's always, it's, it's, it's just us up here. Just us. Um, I'm not sure. Did you know there's a Plattsburgh, Missouri? Yes. In Clinton County, Missouri. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. And I didn't, I don't think they put the H at the end. No. And That's for a long th- time, we didn't have the H. Correct. All the old maps still yep. say just the G. Yep. So I wasn't sure if there was like another, not Adirondack Mountains, but is there like another Adirondack region or something? So no. it's. So we are it. That's good. So but, that was it. It's something we can own and no one else can own. And, and so that's why Adirondack Coast. And it's funny. I'll be places and I'll be like, the Adirondack Coast? You're on the ocean? New York's not on the ocean. And I'm like, a coast never means ocean. No. It means water. Exactly. And then we talk, can talk about Lake Champlain. <laughs> and it just opens up so much more dialogue. But So what, what's your favorite thing to do around here? Like when people ask you, because I... Get that a lot. If you get... I'm, I'm assuming the two seasons pretty much are summer and winter. Mm-hmm. I mean, you obviously... Fall's my favorite season up here. Fall's the biggest for visitors. From like Is it? When we get the most... Um, when we do the most business and things, it's... Uh, leaf peepers is it fall foliage so, so if you tell people i'm kind of saying summer winter because i find that that breaks up the seasons pretty yeah. well but like the spring, drastic spring spring yeah the drastic ones so what's your favorite thing to do in the summers and then what's your favorite things to do in the winter i'm a huge paddler 
I love to kayak. So anytime I can get out on the water, I think I should have been born with gills, but I wasn't. Fail. Um, But yeah, anytime I can kayak, any of our rivers particularly, a little scared of going out in the middle of Lake Champlain on my kayak, but the Saranac River, Sable River, I love doing that. The one down on Sable Point's beautiful. Oh, Sable Point. There's I, I, really... I did a stand-up paddleboarding through there, and it's really gorgeous. Oh, yeah, the Adirondack River rentals now. Is that what it is? Yes. Yes. So. And, and I went out there, and it's the weirdest spot because you can stand, mm-hmm. and you can look out, and like people are standing in water because, it, I don't know, whatever that little it dips down, it comes back up, and it looks like you're standing on water, and a bunch of, bunch of Jesuses just <laughs> walking around. Say, yeah. Oh. Yeah, it's very, very, it's a, it's a miracle place, but so, so paddleboarding. Yes. So but, I love kayaking. Um, I like the Osable River, this uh, spot you're talking about, because as you're paddling along, you're like, oh, it's so pretty, nice little river. And then suddenly you come up to like the massive Lake Champlain ahead yeah. of you, and it's like, oh, and it's wow, a, we live here. It's a pretty good paddle, too. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know how long it is, but I want to say it's well over a mile. Oh, yeah. And then, take you a little while. So, it, yeah, it's like you can actually enjoy it, but it's like a nice few hours you can kind of go and relax and decompress. Oh, yeah. So that's in the summer, anytime I can get out on the water, I'm happy. I, I do like to hike though too. Like I just like anytime I can outdoors. Yeah, I'm kind of, which is weird because if you would have asked me when I was eight, I would have believed the outdoors were the enemy in life. First of all, they have bugs, and I don't like anything to do with bugs. Yep. And I was warm. <laughs> Ugh, no sweating, please. Yeah, I'm but, saying humidity. Yeah. No. But now I love it. Now I'm like, let's go. And so you like I, humidity too? I do. Oh, I'm, I know I'm very weird. That's my kryptonite. Yeah. That, that and hot, real hot sun. Yeah. My family tells me that a lot. They're like, I'm, I'm like, this is I, weird. I, I could be like the. Co- I'm not that bad, but I, <laughs> I, I get a little pigment to me. But it's it's yeah, it's rough. Um, now now winter, do you ski, hike, snowboard, like do any kind of things? So, oh, the, I have to add in the summer. I also like that all our microbreweries are open because after you've been out hiking or paddling, if you can go over and meet some friends <sighs> and have like a, a drink, that's pretty cool too. So that's probably. I'm gonna ask you about that later. That's one of my highlights. I, I creeped your face or your Instagram a little bit, so okay. I'll ask you about that. I love it. I'm a stalker. <laughs> uh, this is cool. Um, winter, you know what? I'm a weird. I um, I'm a klutz. I'm just gonna throw that out there, really quickly. <laughs> I have tried to ski twice, and both times it's been an epic fail. The first time I came down on a sled with like a torn MCL. That Ooh. was awesome. And then the second time, I just couldn't stop. And that's apparently really important when you're skiing. It helps. Yeah, it I just helps. ran into people, which they do not like. It's a good life like. skill to have when you're on the slopes. Yeah, like you run into people and they don't, they don't understand. So um, <laughs> I've decided skiing is out of my, my realm of things. I gave it a really good try. Um, I still do some winter hiking, Okay. as weird as that is. Um, again, I like to just meet up with friends and kind of hang out. I'll, but hiking is probably my favorite winter thing. I'm also not a snowshoer because apparently you strap things to my feet and I fall over. It's, it's, it's tougher to get up when if yeah. you're clumsy and like I said a klutz and you have snowshoes or skis yeah good luck getting up yeah walking's hard there you go hey yeah so people don't know we're still in the train station but now you can actually hear the train much louder than before do just you, a little background music do you know what's interesting about that train no total tourism fact uh, this is what I love yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh man <laughs> that ride from Plattsburgh um, down into Albany was named by National Ge- Geographic as one of the top 10 rides on Amtrak in the United States. Wait, from Rouse's Point to? To down to Albany. That just stretch, that stretch where okay. they, the Adirondacker or whatever, yeah. was actually named by National Geographic as one of the best rides. Oh, really? I've, I've never Most taken scenic. the ride from here to Rensselaer. I've taken the Rensselaer to the city, the city, which I think is still a nice ride along the Hudson. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, I really, I, 
I prefer to go that way versus drive down the city. Oh, I, I don't do it as much as often as I should, but it's it's so convenient. No one should drive in the city. No, no. It's just that's rude. No, no. no especially in the fall, I guess the colors from in the when you get down into more of the Adirondacks is so it's be really great. So that's probably those are my favorite things to do in the seasons. I also, but I can name something I like in every season. Um, spring, maple syrup comes out. Oh yeah, that's, I mean, yeah, by far done. Yeah. Like, Mm-hmm. If I can just drink maple syrup for a whole season, I'm happy. I was going to say, I think people up here just put IVs yeah. in and just suck it in. Oh, yeah. And we get really mad when we see, like, Mrs. Butterworth. We're like, no. So. <laughs> get off my table. So we brought, we brought my, 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 well, my two kids to the, uh, the fair the other day. It was oh. Kids Day. We wanted to bring uh, crew to see the dog show. Which... It was only 150 degrees, so. That was it. That was all. Right. Honestly, yeah. So you love humidity. That must have been great for you. It was great. It was a good time. <laughs> it was a good time. A lot of shade. Dylan, you're melting. I was, a lot of shade seeking. So, <laughs> yes. uh, but we went to the dog show. He, and he, so we liked that. Saw yeah. the animals and just saw a bunch of people. We didn't do the rides. He's too young for the rides. He likes people watching. But who doesn't? It's a great place at the fair to do it. But we ended up going to um, the fried bread dough place. <laughs> and my wife, who I think has part of her sugar or part of her blood is just sugar. Yeah, that's fine. And uh, so acceptable. Yes, it was acceptable. So, so then she goes. She gets these like, they're they're uh, fried bread dough nuggets. Oh. So they weren't like they're easy. Like you can yeah. kind of, with a fork, easier to eat, less sticky. So she goes and she's throwing a confectionery sugar on, and I go, here, want me to go get a thing for maple syrup? She goes, no. I said, you're not gonna have it with maple syrup. She goes, it's fake. Yep. And I go. I know it's fake. It's not my first choice, but I'm like, you're having fried bread, though. You should have at least something. And she was like, no. And she was like, I got mad. She's like, no, it's fake. I'm not having it. And I'm like, okay, well, you can just have the, the confectionery yeah. sugar. So that my wife is diehard, where she's the one that will sneak in her syrup to the stores. Oh, my God, restaurants. I love her already. Yeah, so she'll, she'll get like the little the little one, and she'll pour the big thing in, and mm-hmm. she'll, bring the, she'll bring it in, like her hoodie or whatever. <laughs> she used to do the back. She played uh, soccer at Plattsburgh State. She would go to away games. And she'd bring sugar, or she'd bring maple syrup with her. So when they went to team breakfasts in the morning before nice. the game, she'd get pancakes, and she would bring her own sugar out and her maple syrup. And so she's a nut. But no, might, she's smuggling. She sm- she smuggles. Yeah. She smuggles maple syrup. She's like a bootlegger for I maple love syrup. It. That's perfect. Yeah. It's be- it's better for you it, if you think about it. It's from a tree. It, it's it's one hundred percent natural. It, anything from a tree is it's good. acceptable. Yes, yeah. and, and now and, they make sap water. I've had that. I got that from Trader Joe's. Yeah, which isn't bad. It, it's it's very watered down because mm-hmm. obviously it's sap water. Sap, yeah. But it's uh, maple syrup. I mean, ma- maple ice cream. Maple so good. Maple syrup just on snow. Oh. Maple syrup is, on a spoon is pretty good. Maple, In a bowl syrup, with just the drink, spoon. drinking out of the. <laughs> yeah, I have nothing wrong with maple. Yeah, syrup. Yeah, we don't need the middleman. I'm just gonna sip, sip it right out of the jug. <laughs> exactly. Super trooper that thing. It, but yeah, so I think like that's one of our. And if I have to go to every sugar house and try pancakes and maple syrup in the spring, I will do it. It's work. I mean, it's work it's, related. I, yeah, right. I, I just it's have research to. market yes, research right there. I can't n- ignore that. What, what's your What's your favorite maple syrup places to go to? Besides all, so number one's all, but yeah, once you I say do like all, it's all. But I think what's really neat is, especially here on the Adirondack Coast, I think every single one of them have their own story, which I find cool. really fascinating. Yep. So even though to me, I have, don't have quite the sophisticated palate to discern a difference between the syrups, which I know they do because some of them boil uh, like I'm a wood. Li- I'm a light amber guy. Oh, are you? Mm-hmm. I'm a, a maple syrup person. Like that's good. All of it. 
Grade, grade A from Light to Dark? Yeah, yeah. why not? Get, I'll give it a whirl. <laughs> the black and tan, right? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> Amber and tan, I should say. Yes. Ooh, now we're on to something the, here. You make it happen. Idea. So I like a well, but I love like, I love Parker's, obviously. Yep. Because just what they're doing in general is it's phenomenal. It's and Big production. Yeah, and they're number three in the state or something last I knew. So just what, and they are like one of the only wood pellet boilers. And, and so they have a lot happening, and I just think that's really neat. And they help other producers out with mm-hmm. boiling and, and things like that. So to me, that whole family-run organization is great. But then I love like Bayshards. They, they have a nice setup there. And she makes some of the best ma- maple candy because I need to try more sugar. Mm-hmm. It's like she has a good little shop in there when you yes, first walk in. So cute, mm-hmm. and it's kind of it's a really neat place to go and see the actual boiling take place because it's very yep. easy to see their boiler and stuff. So and they all have their own little story, and so I kind of like to tour them all and get to know. Yeah. Know that? It's the same thing with like our wineries, to be honest. Each of them are farm wineries who do their own little thing yep. and their own specialties. So, well, I, I don't know. I find them each really interesting and fascinating so to the just same learn. Thing. Yeah. My, my favorite, if you had to go syrup and, and wine, at least from a local standpoint, I just stay right on Stratton Hill because I go to Sanger, uh, yep. which is, they only do it once a year. But for me, that was a nostalgic yep. thing yep. growing up was the Sanger's Sugar House. So we, yes. we went there this year with my... My kids and, of course, crew, if you can get syrup and pancakes in, he's a year and a half, but he knows what's good. So he did that, and then I, I just know the Vesco's very well, so we've been to their event. I, I like their setup the best. I don't know. I don't drink enough. To be honest, I don't drink enough local wines because sometimes some of the wines, like I don't like the berry wines and the fruit mm-hmm. wines. Um, so I'm not really sure where they stack up amongst all the other vineyards around here, but I love wine. Mm. But the the strat those are the two just because I'm I'm a shazy guy so I mean, yes that you know, would they're, they're local total people so and Nancy's just a hoot like she's she's let's be great honest. I love she she her she she's like you she'll bright she'll brighten you up so she's I, she, she was our uh, she actually worked at our school for the longest time yes. so and she was she was like the heartbeat of that school like you would just see her and you just she'd brighten your day up and she was so active and I always find that. Some of the best teachers at school were the ones that did not have kids because they're oh, yeah. my uh, librarian, who, my old librarian doesn't have kids and he's a very good family friend. And he said, he goes, I have whatever. I say he's a small school, but I have like 200 kids. And mm-hmm. it's so true because they, they're there when teachers are booking out at 3, 3.30, they're there till 6.37 at all the functions. Oh, so it's yeah. almost like their parents saw a lot of kids that don't have parents. And um, Nancy's one of those. So Nancy was just phenomenal but she's uh they've got a good place going i remember i used to help a long time ago when they first started like put labels on bottles oh and yeah help, i'd help them kind of when they first started just because they would give me a bottle of wine and i would you know, sip to. on it i helped and you know it was good again qual- again market research quality testing we did it all but um so i want to ask you because again i was stalking you a little yeah, bit go and, ahead um and i just got back from portland maine yes. which i'll talk about my story there but there was a lot of breweries there so you were a brewery girl i am so what what is I your am. obviously there's we've had a lot pop up in the last what probably five to ten years oh, in our yeah. area like in some very good ones and the one thing i like about i'm not a huge i don't know a lot about beer mm-hmm. i like going to a brewery with friends and drinking beer and that's about my knowledge of beer is that if i like just if it tastes good i'll drink it. i don't really care what it is uh, but I think a lot of the breweries around here, they've gotten to be like little local kind of hangout spots. And it's fun because I don't, I don't remember growing up, granted, I was young and I wasn't going to breweries, but I right, don't remember Dad, there being. Yeah, I was not going to breweries. Yeah, yeah. No, um, but I don't do remember that. being as many cool hangouts as there are now. And maybe I was wrong. I don't know. Maybe they're older than I think they are, but some of them I think are pretty new. Yeah. I mean, I would definitely say most of our breweries have 
within the last six or seven years, you know, have really developed. And New York State in general, mm-hmm. I think we have some of the, we have the most breweries per capita out of most states except for Vermont. So we're right wow, there holding okay. our own on the brewery. I think I like breweries for exactly the reason you just talked about them. It, it's a fun place to go. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I'm very shy. So I don't like a place that I can just go and hang out with my friends. So a drink will loosen you up a little. Yeah, right. Yeah. You know, yeah. it really get, puts me <laughs> in my comfort zone. But I like it because you could just kind of go be yourself. And yeah. it's not it's pretentious. And you don't have to stay for a whole meal. And it's just a great place to kind of have a really quick catch up and yeah. grab a drink. And it's social. Well, I think up here, like our, our summers are incredible. Like I, I don't yeah. want to be anywhere else during the summer. Like the, give me the Northeast in the summer and I love it. Yeah. And if I can be, like I said, hanging out on a... You know, like on a Saturday or even like a weeknight, but mostly like, you know, if you can go, honestly, who doesn't love day drinking? If you can go with some friends and just kind of rolled into a couple stops throughout the day, it's a, it's a fun day. Then a lot of them have like cornhole that you can play yeah. or they've got like a trivia night you can go to and yep. hang out. Jenga. At. Everybody's got Jenga. Yeah, Jenga. Battleship is a really good one. Battle shots. Oh, now we're onto something. Yeah. But I got to do that. So I like that. And I like that all of ours have, again, like each of the brewers we have have a story. Mm-hmm. Each beer is named after something that means something to them. If you look at Valcor, it's very history-related mm-hmm. because of their being in the Old Stone Barracks. And then Oval's incredibly awesome. Jesse's just kind of a broom ma- like master, and he does great things. And then the building they're in with the fire, yeah, the old, old firehouse. firehouse, is awesome. And it's just PB Code. They were really kind of the pioneers of the whole thing yeah. here. And Jason is fantastic. And we've worked on a project with him one time for the... War of 1812, like the Bicentennial a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. And he came up with Plucky Rooster to kind of I was going to say, I remember that. there was a bunch that came out right on that. Yeah. And then, um, of course, Matt and Jessica at Living Goods. Yeah. It's pairing really great food with really great beer and kind of showing what everything has to offer. So I think I just like that whole vibe. I will tell you, I am not a trendy IPA person. I do not like IPAs. I'm sorry to everyone who's listening because I know. Full confession. All of a sudden, everyone just shut it off. They're like, this girl. But yeah. She's not credible anymore. Everyone, I want to say IPAs are like the coffee drinks of the world, but I'd get really in trouble for that. It's like the the pumpkin spice lattes of the world. And uh, so. (laughs) The basics. Yes. (laughs) I didn't want to say that because. You can say whatever you want. yeah, Yeah. There's lots of people who I know who drink them, but. They're just not my, my jam. I'm either like, let's go for the stout, because I like that, or something very like wheat and Belgian and German Hefenweizen style. So I run the gamut, but none of those IPAs. The, the, uh, the, the one thing I like about, like you said, the, the Valcor is beautiful. They took the old oh, building. Yeah. I've, I've, I liked history. I wasn't like a, a huge history buff, but I, I did appreciate it. But the fact that we have like that, I mean, one of it obviously is the building we're in, but if you go to Valcor... The stone barracks. I mean, these little or the um, the old firehouse. You take these old buildings that have honestly had nothing going yeah. on in them for years, and you revamp them to the point where you can take the the historic kind of cultural aspect of the building and the history within the area, and you're able to kind of pair it with you know a very 2019 kind of um, of you know I, I want to say it's gotten bigger recently. It's not a fad. I mean, obviously, no, beer has yeah. been around forever, but it's just a fun. We have like some cool hangouts and. I love that it's the local aspect of it because that's one thing. If I can have like a local drink. So we went this past weekend to Portland. That's why I don't know if anybody can hear it. My voice is a little a little hoarse, hoarser than normal. Um, he to, was performing. Yes. I, I actually, <laughs> yeah, was. We were on a, we went to a concert and there was a bunch of breweries 
which was phenomenal. And Portland's got a lot of breweries. They have a big scene. Yeah, and everywhere we went, I mean, it was kind of the same thing. If you go to Vermont, like you have just coolers of just all these different beers. Um, And there were some good ones. I obviously I did drink the IPAs. I'm not Mister like I'm not I'm not the guy that just goes to an IPA. You drink pumpkin spice lattes? I I don't. I don't. No, I'm just straight up black coffee guy. Oh, you gained some credit with that, so you're good. Yeah. So, but I will drink kind of anything. So. Um, Friday, we got after a little too hard on, on some just on some domestic light beer. So, uh-huh. um, and uh, so that that was just kind of the one that kind of set the tone for the next day. I couldn't really stomach an IPA, so <laughs> I, I think I ended up going actually with like a sour. Oh, which is ooh, different. Like, yeah, uh, but it's a little lighter, and it kind of allowed me to, to drink it down without you know the heaviness of the, of all the hops and stuff. But uh, they had some really good ones, and I'm sure you would have loved the, the tour of. I bet. So, but you travel around the breweries, right? Mm-hmm. Or when you travel, you try to stop at as yes. many breweries as you can. I love to, when I travel, I love to be a tourist myself. Yeah. So, I mean, I will, the first thing I do, like anyone else, is I open Yelp up on my phone and I'm mm-hmm. like, who, what are people talking about? And, and what should I do here? And usually I try to find a brewery and see what their local flavors are or find a restaurant that serves local flavors. I'm definitely a food person and I, I like that whole scene. Do you now, are you a food and drink person when you pair them or does it not matter? If I can go somewhere and it says you should drink this with this food, mm-hmm. I'm going to order them both yeah. and I'm going to try it. Cause Take I like do. the local recommendation? Yes. Totally will do that. And that's usually how we travel. My, my, the hardest part for me with beer is I can't, I have a hard time drinking it with food. I will drink it up till I eat. I will drink it after I eat. But mm. when I'm eating, I, like, it has to be, usually I just drink water. Yep. I don't know what it is, but I, I just don't like food and the beer pairing. It's too heavy for me. Um, I always have to have a water with me and that, it's stupid. I always call it, I need a guzzler. I need something like if I'm choking, yeah. I can just guzzle right yes, down. Yeah, that's yeah. good. It's, it's a good call. Safety first. Yeah. Safety first. <laughs> so here's my beer and my water, depending so, on my mood. Little, yeah. <laughs> and uh, no, so when I go... Or when I travel, is that it? for for you, you go on, um, you said Yelp. Is that the number one thing? I'm like a Yelp for- user. I'm TripAdvisor. Yelp for food, TripAdvisor for lodging. Depends oh. on my mood. Now, when you go, this is another thing for you too, because when you travel, do you already have an itinerary or just kind of go with the flow? So this is really odd if you know me i am a super planner i am like today i will wake up at 6 30 i will get up and have coffee by this time my day is i'm a list maker and everything the minute i go on vacation i suddenly forget how to do everything i'm like oh i woke up it's eight i guess i'll go eat breakfast where should i go and it's like roll of the dice and put it in the app and i shut off the planner i i'm the same as you and i love it because i'm so structured day to day yeah that i'm literally my i I tell people that if I'm opening my phone, there's probably an 80% chance I'm checking my calendar, even though I just checked it a minute ago. And I don't know why it is, but when I go and I can just go with the flow, that was this whole weekend. I knew when the show was on Sunday or Saturday. I mean, and that was about all. I Mm -hmm. I didn't really know where we were staying. I already Venmoed them some cash. I knew, (laughs) like, I had had that situated. I didn't know where I was sleeping when I got into the house. I was just, okay, I'm in the car at this time. We're leaving. I didn't know the concert said that time. Yeah. And I had a blast. And that's about as much planning as I want. Mm-hmm. And uh, now sometimes it could be too lax if you have too many people, but I was with a good group of people that kind of all just flowed with each okay. other. Yep. And it wasn't like people were too, everybody was in the same mindset. We're like on kind of mini vacation and we're just, we're basically here to booze and listen to music. Yeah. And we're going to do all of that in that order. And it was a great time. We do that like every year we go to Florida. And every year it's like, okay, we know when our flight is and we know where we're staying. Okay. After that, what do you feel like doing today? Sitting by the pool? Cool. That's what we're going to do today. It's yeah. never a, 
It's very funny. So. I think that's what it should be. So if there's too much plan, then it becomes too stressful yeah. and it becomes too much like work and then you get back and you're more tired. Yeah. Like when I go on vacation, I want it to be about as, I want it to recharge me. I don't want to come back and be more tired than when I went. Oh yeah. That might change now that I have kids that I might end up just falling victim to that for a little, for a few years yeah, at least. Yeah, probably. At least for knowing yeah. that there are things for them to keep them occupied yeah, too. Yeah. As long as we have everything, I, I don't. We haven't really taken a huge family trip yet because we're they're still little, but I'm, I'm sure that will happen. Um, It'll be the Disney World trip. Have you been to Disney? No, oddly enough, I've never been to. Disney. Do you have any interest in going to Disney? No, I do not. Actually, I would love to go to Disney for the mere fact of what I do and how I'm in awe of what Walt Disney was able to do and how he orchestrated everything there and understood like people's psyches and mm-hmm. developing. Like if you read a lot about what he's done. I think it's super fascinating to go and just stand in line and sweat and stand in line and not, no. So, so I'd rather hike. <laughs> I'm the same as you. I've never been, don't care if I ever go. Yeah. But my wife went as a kid and she's like, we're going. And I'm like, well, my only thing is if we're going, the kids are going to want, they're going to be old enough to know about it. Meaning they're yeah. going to remember it. I don't want to yeah. take them at five. My, that's my thing. If I take like I don't have really good memories of early vacation, so I said if I go to like a big trip like that, like I want to take my kids to Ireland again. Um, I want to go Hawaii. Those are yes. like shout out to Seth, um, Seth Adams who's we living hate it up him right now. But yeah, good for him. Yeah, good for him. Good for we him. We still kind of like him. <laughs> I know we do. Uh, <laughs> but th- those are like a couple of the things I really want to go do, just because I think those those are things I've always wanted to do. Yes. If I could do them, but I want the kids to be old enough where they can actually remember going to Hawaii. Or going wherever, and yes. it takes me time to save up to go to each of those places. <laughs> those are big places. Yeah, we need a savings account. Yeah, yeah, I gotta, I gotta plan those a little bit in advance. But if, um, but yes, yeah, the idea of of standing in line in a hot pavement with a bunch of other people, and I've heard it's the happiest place on earth. But there's also not a lot of happy people when you. Yeah, how can you be happy? Yeah, you get stressed out. It's, it's like hot. People are freaking out because they're waiting in line. And I'm like, this is. I'm just going to go exactly. do something else. No, I mean, I always thought I should be a princess, and I tell people that a lot, but I don't know if I could go meet somebody else who is a princess. I might be jealous. If you could be, if you could be any princess at Disney, what would you be? Um, I don't know. I was always a big um, Belle from Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. I liked her. I also always liked Cinderella, but just because it was Cinderella. I think Cinderella, was Cinderella like the, or was it Snow White? Who was like the, like the A1 princess? At the Disney. It must have been Cinderella. It gotta be. Because I think everybody always says Cinderella. she's got her own castle thing there. So, you know, that would be... Yeah. No, Snow White, let's let's be honest. She hung out with dwarfs. Yeah. I can't. I was going to say. I have a fear of things dressed up. Really weird fear. And clowns. And being all about two feet tall. Yeah. So, that would just be... That would just freak me out all the time. (laughs) (laughs) I... uh, Yeah, I, I don't... I always thought it was... Those... I don't know. The... The people dressed up, I guess it's good. The kids like it. I mean, it's just kind of weird. I don't yeah. know. I'm sure it's better. I always, I always like basically talk crap about it, but I think if I actually went, I'd have a oh, blast yeah. going. Yeah. And I think it's one where I'll eat my words when I finally do go because everybody who's gone, even adults that go try to go like every couple of years, mm-hmm. I'm like, you have no kids. Why are you going? Like, it's awesome. They I'm love like, it. Really? But. Um, and we would eat our words. We'd be there, and I'm sure I would be the one running around aimlessly as if I was a three year old, splashing yeah. in all the fountains and being super excited. Like a water park or something. Yeah, like, I'd I, be think happy. I think I'm in. I think I, yeah. could, I could pull off the fun, the fun aspect of it. Um, the one thing I found out that's really cool, I haven't gone to see 
I saw the um, Beauty and the Beast, but when they're bringing back the live people, yeah, and they just just did Aladdin, I think, or are doing Aladdin. They did Aladdin that just came out, and Lion King just came out this past weekend or something. Is it? I want to go see. I'd like to see actually all three of them because I think Will Smith's in one of them. Aladdin, he's the genie, which is awesome because I love Will Smith. I know, um, but I think it'd be like Beauty and the Beast. I thought was very well done, very, and good. I thought it was it was one that kind of kept my. I knew the storyline, but like it kept my interest and. Aladdin I haven't seen since I was a little kid and Lion King I just went to see it on Broadway two years ago I oh, think which is my so first time good. on Broadway which which was fun I I um it wasn't my favorite one on Broadway like if I was to go see a show just because like Lion King's Lion King it's a good storyline but I went to see the Book of Mormons which <gasps> will blow your mind I've never seen that but I think I would love everything about it's that. it is do you know anything about that show yes I do it is incredibly raunchy I guess I was I was not expecting it, and then I felt uncomfortable. I was with a bunch of friends, which is great, <laughs> but like I would look over and see like some grandmas, and I'm like, "This mm. make me uncomfortable yeah. because they're saying don't some stuff that, yeah, like I don't, I and and they're laughing, and I'm like, God, they still got it, like it's still got, <laughs> okay, I like you, yeah, like yeah. I, okay, there's there's still hope when I'm 30 years older, 40 years older, but um, Book of Mormons was really funny. If you can go see it, that, it's just extremely don't over take the your top. grandmother, don't take anybody that okay, cool. that would make you blush. Oh. Okay. Like meaning, like I say, or like not blood, like but like cringe. <laughs> yeah, like cringe. It, it's it's yeah. It's, there's it, a certain set of people you joke around with in certain ways. Yeah, like there's some people I go with and but like, oh god, it, yeah, I, they just drop that word and yeah. this person's next to me and it's Hi, just Mom. very awkward. Yeah, yeah, no, I did see Jersey Boys. I saw. Um, oh yeah, I saw that. And I basically thought I should be a Jersey Boy when I left. Like I thought I had all the moves and the singing ability. Yeah. Come to find out, I don't. No, and I looked the, crazy walking down you know, the streets of New York singing all the songs at the top of my lungs about Some people 10 o'clock probably really got you confused with Frankie Valli. Yeah, I I'm think... I'm sure there's a very similar tone. Obviously, similar I look tone. like him. So, yes. yeah. I'm about the same height. That's, so that I was, was going to say, the height is about the same. The height works. But yeah. Yeah. Jer- hey, Jersey Boys is a good play, though. But it's... Yeah, it was so good. I like the, actually like the storyline of it and the fact they put all... The, the music's incredible. Yeah. I've always liked the Four Seasons, but... Um, now, the other thing that I just found out about you is you just started drinking coffee, which blows I my did. mind. I did. Yeah, well, first... Did you ever drink it prior, like, no. in your life? This no. Was, you never, like, took a hiatus and came back to no. it? No, no. Are you full? Are you all in on it now? I am pretty much all in, yeah. It's pretty bad. Um, well, if you know me, I'm pretty much run high all the time. So I thought putting caffeine and coffee in me was probably... It's like lighter fluid on a big right. bonfire. Yeah, yeah. hey, yep. here Makes we sense. go, you know. And then <laughs> I might lose all my friends. At the same time, they'd be like, oh, we can't hang out with her anymore. She's running off, you know, jumping off the walls and stuff. But then I realized I drank coffee and I really liked it. And it does nothing to me. It, I, I still run high I, and I don't. Yeah, it's very I, weird. I was the same. Well, one, if anybody's ever gone to the, the chamber, there's a lot of coffee there. There's a lot of coffee. Because you guys have pots like ready to go. All the time. And that was one of my favorite things. I'd be like, I'm going to grab coffee. I'm like, no, 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 I'm not going to grab coffee. Because no. I know they have weird. three pots already made. And so. Oh, Yes. I'm kind of the same. I don't, I think it gives me a little, like now, again, being in the parenting group. Um, oh, I, well, you I, don't sleep. I don't sleep. Right. That's so, a problem. So coffee now has a little bit more effect for that reason. But really, I drink coffee just because I like the taste. Yeah. And I've always, I grew up, I grew up more a tea drinker with my mom. I was a tea drinker. That's what I and, always. Yeah. And like yeah. sipping on something hot for me was always, it was like a comfort. It was like mm-hmm. a blanket. Like if mm-hmm. I could sit there and sip on something, it kind of like kept my mind yeah. Gave my mind something to look forward to. And I've always had, in college, I always had tea or coffee with me. Uh, you know, 
Right. You name it. I, I have something. I'm always drinking something as I have three different drinks on my table right now. Um, so it's either coffee or I drink uh, just lime. Or, uh, not lime. But yeah, lime's a big thing, but uh, club soda. So those are my two things I drink all day long. Well, it's funny. Since I was 15, you know, when AOL Messenger was like the big thing. Dial up. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yep. You had to wait for that noise. <laughs> um, my... Username was always seltzer bean 21 which is still your which still tag. is well, i wanted to ask you about that yes <laughs> well because it's a few reasons one seltzer water is my favorite thing to drink Beautiful. any and, flavor or no i don't mind it i don't like when they try to get them like too syrupy sweet like i'm like, a black like not black cherry i don't me. like black cherry i love lemon lime i'm a big like raspberry lime is probably my favorite orange orange i like yep. just plain it doesn't even you need want, a flavor. I got a bunch in the fridge. Oh no, I'm good. I, got I just have water. I actually have four two liters of club soda because I was very this past weekend. We may or may not have bought some liquor, and I may have had that for some mixed drinks. And we were very, right. we were very optimistic. We didn't open any of them. Oh, we drink a lot of other stuff. Right, well, which is why I got a bottle drink. of Grey Goose over here. And yeah, memories. So yeah. seltzer bean. And then when I was in college, my radio show that I had because I was in radio was Cool Beans. I don't know why I was a geek. I'm the first one to tell you I was the biggest dork you would have ever met. You're kind of a dork, but that's all right. I am yeah. a dork. Yeah, I'm a super good. dork. That's good. I own it. I know I'm a dork. <laughs> and then 21's, my birthday is 721. So oh, there you it's go. 21. So it was Seltzer oh, Bean. Yes, right. Happy yesterday. Yesterday, yeah. Yesterday. I wish you on Facebook. So yeah. yeah. You're good. It's Facebook official. Yeah. We're fine. Um, so Seltzer Bean 21. And I use it for anything. So anybody wants to break into my life, you just have to know that I like seltzer water. My college radio show was Cool Beans, and my birthday's on the 21st. Easy enough. That's it. So I, It's the weirdest name. So really just seltzer because you like seltzer? I like seltzer And water. you just put it together. Yeah. So that's not a nickname. Nobody called you seltzer. No one has ever called me seltzer. Like seltzer bean could be like a total nickname. No. No one has. I, I always made want, it. I always wondered that because I'm like, out of all the stuff she does, seltzer bean makes no sense. I mean, now it does. Now, it makes yeah. perfect sense. But um, yeah, no. Club- and people pick on me all the time for it. They're like, what? I'm like, well, this is what it is. And now I'm just committed. Yeah. You Who can't change stray? it. I mean, the fact that I knew your handle was seltzer bean. I know. That's pretty good. And Because um, like, it's weird. And if you were to tell me who's seltzer bean, I'd be like, it's Christy. I don't Don't ask me why, but she's, <laughs> she's seltzer bean. But, um, she's odd. The, but the, the coffee thing, once yeah. I had a very in-depth conversation this morning with some guys at breakfast, and we talked about cold brews we want to haven't ventured in the cold brew world oh well today's kind of uh kind of chilly out Mm -hmm. it's an odd day it's very um well that's because it was 150 degrees i know it's like 75 and i got a sweatshirt on because i'm like i did walk in and notice you had a sweatshirt on i'm like well this is a bit much well i just went to lunch and we sat outside okay and it was like i was comfortable yeah like i wasn't cold at all um or i wasn't warm at all um so we talked about cold brew. We've talked about getting a cold brew dispenser and calling it a cold brew club. Basically, is we just pool some money. It's like, give us 10 bucks a month. We'll have cold brew on tap. You basically can come fill up whatever cup you want as many times a day, as many times in a month that you want. Just pay us like a $10 fee just to cover the, the, cold, brew. the cold brew. So we just all pool together. I got a couple of buddies that were looking into doing this, and we're just going to mass buy in bulk a bunch of pre-made cold brew coffee and then just have a dispenser. I, okay, so I don't get it. Is it just brewed when it's cold? No. So, it's so that's don't ice be coffee. literal? That's ice coffee. <laughs> don't be literal, So Christy. ice coffee is, is brewed coffee that they just have. Pour they, over ice. They pour over ice. And okay. the ice just cools it off and it's cold. And the one thing is like right now when it's hot out, it's hard to drink hot coffee. Yeah. Some people are diehard. They'll drink hot coffee every day. You're drinking hot coffee. I am right now because I'm a little cold, which is, I know it's odd. You're, you you have no I'm sleeves on and I, I'm I like, I'm bundled up. Um, I had, I think it says... 
the room's 64, so it's, it's a good little chill, but... Um, it's that pale skin of yours. That is. That's, <laughs> I gotta hide from the sun right now. Um, but the iced coffee idea is that, one, it just it's refreshing, and I can drink it like basically water. Yeah. Um, but the cold brew, what they do is they steep the beans typically for 24 hours. Wow. And they just let it sit and sit and sit, and then finally, like you can make home homemade... Do you have a French press at home? I'm still new, Gil. Okay, okay. We'll, 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 I've got a coffee pot. I'm pretty excited about that. Okay, so yeah. Okay, so we're we're very more basic, very low, but that's okay. Oh, we'll, we'll get I, you in. I am the pumpkin spice latte of coffee right okay, now. Okay, so I'll get there. So when you get in the cold brew, you can take a French press, which is just a, fun, a, a I fancier do know way. Is. Okay, Food Network's my favorite thing to watch. Okay, perfect. So you put you put the grinds in the cold into the French press. You put water in, and all you do is you stick it in the fridge and you let it sit in there for anywhere from 12 to 24 hours, and then you pull it out. You press it down and you pour, and that is cold brew. Oh. And all it is is just the beans have sat in a cold state for a long time. And I, what it does basically is get rid of a lot of the acidity in the beans, and it okay. gets it, like I forgot the exact term. That it's more caffeinated. Uh, oh, so that's more what I need. To, yes, you need more. You, you actually need cold brew in your life for sure. <laughs> and uh, but if you have it, and it's phenomenal, so it's just it hits you harder. Mm. Uh, you can get really fancy, like a pour over can make your oh. head spin. Yeah, no, there's I'm different good. ways you can really, really uh, tackle it. An espresso machine. Oh, um, I yeah. think all my family would appreciate me not getting into this. This, this yeah, because <laughs> it's I, I wanted at some point in time in this office space, I'm going to have just in the coffee bar. Okay, and it's going to be a full on. Be espresso. There'll be a cold brew dispenser. There'll be. I will have a lot of very cool things. I will have the the pour overs. I'll have everything. So there'll be a um, line out the door. Weight and measure. The cold brew club. Though we're really we're. This is a serious thing. We're really getting into that. I think we're gonna pull it off. Hmm. But it might only be like it might be like a mate. It might be like a memorial to like Labor Day right season. Yeah. And then I think we'll just go our separate ways because everybody's got a coffee machine, but nobody's got a cold brew. So once I have it. It literally, you can just, I'll give people the code to get in. You can come in, grab it anytime you want, Monday through Sunday. You can come, come do it there up. There you go. And uh, basically, if you if it you take the last bit, just fill, fill it up, put the bag, new bag in. Yeah. yeah. So that'll be fun. Um, Who knew? The other thing I want to ask you about, because I, I see you doing this all the time, Uh-oh. even though you weren't a person that you, you just said you didn't like sweating, but you like to work out a I lot. Lo- yes, I do. And I saw, I see you, like, where do you go to work out? Because I've seen... Which I think ties into kind of maybe your outdoor background. You do a lot of stuff outside. I do a lot of stuff. Which is cool. Yes. I was not always a workout person. Mm -hmm. Um, The whole weird story is I'm actually 150 pounds lighter than I was 15 years ago. Oh, wow. So I, thank you. Oh, that's awesome. So I had like, okay, everyone tells you this workout thing is good for you. (laughs) I was going to say millions of people can't be wrong. Yeah, Yeah, so fine. So I actually ended up deciding fine i'll try this exercise thing and i joined eclipse gym and started taking all their classes there and then one of the instructors there turned into being a great friend of mine and she started saying well you can kind of go outside the gym too and you know on nice days because i am an outdoors person Mm -hmm. and i like being out there she's like go find a set of stairs and do stuff like this so she would so often give me little workouts to go outside and just kind of help guide me she's like my guru of exercise and well-being and um, so now five years later, I just, anytime I see a set of stairs, I remember it's there and I go and when I'm stressed or whatever I yeah, want to do, mental note. yeah, I throw on my sneakers and I go find it. But anything outside, um, the high school has a great little track that I like to run yeah. and stairs yeah. there and Fox Hills great for running Hills and I've done that dying. Too. Yeah. yeah. So I just think it's a, it's kind of a way to clear your head too. A lot of times I go after work. So I get the stress of my day at work. 
then I'm stress-free for like that hour and then I go home and I'm a whole new person and I've left behind the day and I can actually be really present at home and but then feel really good about myself and yeah I, so what's your favorite I mean obviously working out for me like the working out aspect of it obviously brings good like physical transformations mm-hmm. and stuff but mm-hmm. like for me it's such a it's a mental like it's either oh, yeah I want like like either it could be a stress reliever for me it's just a way to kind of get that my the blood flowing and just kind of get my head in a better space because if I like work out and I think just sweating a little bit and kind of waking me up mm-hmm. in the morning because I go early in the morning that just puts me on a better path for the day mm-hmm. because my other thing now is once I'll go work out I'll get here at 7 a.m back to the office for seven and the rest of my day I have it planned but I'm so far behind like just even today because I had a couple things that got thrown in this right. morning yes. that I wasn't planning for that took up Mm-hmm. an hour to an hour and a half of my morning and so that's my thing i just don't have the i can't guarantee that i'm going to ever go to the gym i bet you if i tried to go to the gym in the evenings during the week i would go once or twice a week max and that's like mm-hmm. twice would be tough to go so i more get it done beginning of the day because i know i can control it mm-hmm. and then let the free-for-all begin but for you it happens but for you like you said the biggest thing is if you have a set schedule mm-hmm. so mine's like 5 30 a.m where yours if yours is 5 30 p.m yep as long as you can go in, get it in. And it's in like, my calendar. Like in my calendar, I block out. I'm, this is my yeah, workout time and I'm it doesn't same, matter yeah. what happens. And yep. you know, by nature of what I do, there are meetings at night. And then I just mentally tell myself, you're going to go in the morning. And then I mm-hmm. set my alarm early and I go get it done because I feel 100% better when I do work out. And I think it's so much more than just like, yes, I love when I can shut my mind off from work. And when you're exercising or working out and you're by yourself and you're just in your own head, you definitely clear away a lot of stress. And Mm -hmm. like I said, it makes me a lot more present when I get home and I'm like, oh, okay, I'm ready to be back here. But also because I did join a gym and I do take a lot of classes, I found some great friends that are different. Yeah, the community aspect. Yeah, they're super like-minded. So when I don't show up on Tuesday at 5.30, they're like, where were you? And then the guilt sets in and I'm like, fine i'll be there tomorrow yeah. and it keeps you going yeah so i think yep. that's a really i think that's the exciting, most important fact yeah. about working out yeah it, like because you, you did you play team sports at all when you were a kid no so when Again, i i can't walk very the, well so we do not put like chess? a ball in <laughs> yeah. my i i was really good on the debate team and public speaking after that it was like christy you should sit down even in gym class my teacher used to tell me you want to go walk on the treadmill and be like yes i do yeah there thank you go you. it's uh, <laughs> yes thank you yeah i was gonna say there'll be no casualties that day just yeah it's just safer keep, just walk straight yeah and hold on to something while you're walking usually um and stay away from people yeah <laughs> so when i used to play team sports like you wouldn't obviously you want to just skip practice so that's right. the same thing i look at um same thing with the gym like 5 30 a.m i know there's gonna be like 10 other people there that i go every morning with me mm-hmm. and i'm like well i'm just gonna make sure that and there's some days like i didn't go this morning just because it was kind of a wild weekend and i would have only gotten like five hours of sleep last night yeah. i'm like ah, i need to i need at least probably seven today so i slept in an extra hour and a half but um i've been getting better at it i got away from it just with with life and not prioritizing it and not being like really oh, forcing so myself. easy to do it's, the, it's, it's just, the easiest thing to take off your schedule yeah, I would agree 100%. It, it's so easy. But there is something about when you start seeing things change or you're accomplishing more or you're mm-hmm. lifting more or whatever yeah. that um, it kind of keeps you striving for it. And, oh, 100%. And, and, and I even think the discipline of working out and exercise and a routine translates into your like your job and, and things mm-hmm. like that. Like if you feel really good. Yeah. It's going to be seen elsewhere. And, well, you have the com- like more that. confidence. I, oh, yeah. So like for me when I... I eat better and I sleep better when I work out. Yeah. And then I feel better during the day. So I have more energy. Then right. I feel more peppy. And then 
you know, and there's times I don't go to the gym and I'm kind of like, I'm not like a down mopey person, but there's days I might not have as much like a little pep in my step. Yeah. And or it's in the back of your head. Like I didn't go, I didn't go. I should have gone. Yeah. And, like it eats at you. Yeah. My friends actually pick on me because I've gotten to the point now. Well, they pick on me for a lot of things, but I like to be that person. I like to give them an outlet to pick on. Yeah, that's good. But in the back of my car, because I do find like, I'm like, oh, there's a parking lot there and it's got a hill. We should definitely go work out. And I'm like, okay. And usually it's got poison ivy or something I'm making them go into, but that's fine. <laughs> um, they don't mind. Trust me. I keep Caladryl in there too. Um, <laughs> but in the back of my car now, I have a box and it has like tennis rackets in it and like, yeah. jump ropes and the kettlebell, which is usually all over my Instagram because that's my favorite thing and like dumbbells. And so they'll be, I'll like, take the stuff out, get the jump ropes and it's just kind of become who I am. That's and, cool. Yeah. Yeah. I can't lift the box by itself. You got to take each piece out to That's get it right. out. That's right. Steps. Yeah. You'll get there. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, that, when I first started uh, working out, I, I did it. I've never really joined a gym until my current gym. So mm-hmm. like, I went up until probably the age of 22, never having gone to a gym. Like I didn't work out in high school or anything. So I started working out in my parents' basement, which I could pretty much go like, th- I could stand and do one of these nice. things. So it was only like six feet tall. So it was limited in stuff I could do. So a lot of things I did go outside, but I find working outside, I don't do it as much as I should, but when I do it, it's like, I'm like, I'm glad I was outside because it's just, it changes up the scenery. Yeah. And it, it keeps things a little less, I say a little less boring. Um, but we've had, I've done some just cool different workouts here and there and you just, you know, you kind of pick it up and you can do a lot. You can, there's more than you think you can do. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's about moving, but I mean, you can, I mean... Yeah, I mean, you can do pull-ups or push-ups or jumps or stairs. Well, you might be stairs. able to do a pull-up. I just hang. I'm or like, hang. hey! hey, hey that's, that's I'm a, here, guys. I was going to yeah. say, d- dead hangs, are, those are tough, too. That's if about it, all If I nobody's got. ever tried just hanging from a bar oh, for... it Like, if you could hit a... I think if you can hit a minute hanging from the bar, you're mm-hmm. doing extremely well. Yeah. Because I, I have a decent... That That's... A minute for me is like... I can drop at a minute. I'm like, okay, I'm like... I almost slipped there a yeah. couple of times. Or yeah. you're kind of like, you're playing little mind games in your head to kind of like take the, it's like kind of doing planks and stuff. And you're like, keep looking at the clock. And you're like, well, maybe if I just think about what I'm going to eat tonight, they'll waste 10 seconds. Yeah. And then <laughs> maybe if I sing along to the song, I won't notice it's going on. It's like the worst, like a minute and you look up and you're like, 35 seconds left. You're like, what the <laughs> Did the clock go backwards? I'm pretty sure this minute's This is counting about- down, right? Yeah. It's counting up, down. Okay. We're My almost there. My friends made me do a Spartan. I've never done those. Year or a year ago. Um, I can't say I was like, everyone should do one because I'm super proud of myself for accomplishing it. Did you, yeah, you finished. I finished. So you clumsy finished. Oh, I did. That's yeah. Good. Okay. I so did. Um, <laughs> it was actually really funny because I don't have, like I said, this whole like working out thing is new to me. It's been about like a, five years. And so we're going and the girls I'm with are, we're all cheering each other on, but there is definitely a weakest link and I will point to myself. And so to get to even the start line of a Spartan, they literally put like a little three and a half foot wall that you have to go over to get to the start line. And I think it's to get your jitters out of you. So because you are jittery, you're going to go to this whole unknown thing. And thank God it was in a stadium. It was in Fenway. Oh, so it wasn't like mud and electricity and things like that that scare me that I could drown in. So everyone I'm with, there's like eight or nine of us. They all get over the three and a half foot wall. I go running to it to like pop up over it. Shouldn't have been a problem. Took me five tries to get. I'm like, and I... No jitters got out of me. It just made it worse when I got to the, the starting line. And they're all like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, still back here. Still, yeah. That's so. when you like look over your shoulder and everybody's backed up. And you're like, 
Oh, uh, yes. Sorry. I seriously contemplated: do I do I keep going or do I stop? Do I just turn around, go home, and like this was great? Just but, like step off the side and like sort my, sort of my shoes untied. Let me yeah. tie it up. I'll try it again. I, I don't know what happened. Like book off. But you know, we I got through it. I only came out with like two gashes and one bruise, so I thought that was That's a good. really good record. But at the end, I'm not a rope climber either because okay. that to me. That just reminds me of every horrible high school gym experience I ever had. And so I was standing there and I'm like, yeah, that's not going to happen. I just like, I did the 25 burpees and said, let's move on to the next. Oh, is that the penalty? If you don't do the, oh, okay. If you can't, don't do one of them. They make you do like 25 burpees. And I would have, I gladly did the 25 burpees and even attempt to get up there. But Uh, what do you, how many times you have to climb it? Just one. You go up and down? Yeah. Yeah, but again, I would have just hung there. Yeah, and I did oh. that at first. I just like kind of hung on, like, "Hey, I'm here," and then jumped down and That's did fine. my burpees. So w- when you were you lost all your weight? Was it just five years ago? No, fifteen years ago. Fifteen. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's that's cool. That's yeah. good. I had a buddy that. Uh, he, had, he was very heavy at one point and lost a ton of weight. And I mean, he looks great now. And like I said, a lot more energy. And That's the big part. Yeah. yeah. And, and uh, yeah, so it's, it's phenomenal. And you but have the confidence to walk into a gym. Yeah. Which is different because you get Well, I, I think that's a hard, if nobody's ever been in the gym before, and you could be anywhere on the spectrum of oh, fitness of course, level. Of course, of course. But for people that go in, obviously you're to the point where, you know, you just have a lot of self-doubt that you can do any mm-hmm. of it. And that's what I always find. One of the best things, at least from my experience going into a gym, is most people that are in the gym have a very good mindset, and they're, they have probably been in that space oh, before. Yeah. Whether or not, like, you might not have to lose a bunch of weight, but you might be the small, scrawny guy that can't do anything, and all of a sudden, these guys are throwing weight around, and you're like, what the heck? And, yeah. <laughs> but I think, I, I think people that go to um, the gyms, it's not as, you get the intimidation factor only lasts I would say maybe one or two classes most. But oh, I yeah. think eventually you kind of get, meet some people and you're like, this isn't that bad. No. You know, and I think it's just getting over that hump and then it becomes fun because yeah. like I said, it's a, it's a good outlet for adults. It for is. Sure. It's like an adult playground. It, that's, it's okay to run around. I'm like, this is fantastic. I needed yeah, this. I can sweat. I can look, yeah. I can look goofy. I, I can, can throw things. I get, cool. depending on your job, I get to wear gym clothes. Yeah, some exactly. Some people can't wear gym clothes. That's no. my... Uh, my, my wife does massage therapy, so she's always kind of just in shorts and a t-shirt. Yeah. And I have another friend. She's on the opposite end. She is a phys ed teacher. So she gets to wear kind of like, mm-hmm. you know, leggings or shorts or tank tops pretty much all year long. So she likes dressing up. Yeah, some people exactly. are the opposite. Like I dress up all the time. I want to just be in shorts and a tank top. And I'm happy to put jeans on today. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. She, and, and she looks good when she dresses up, but she like gets to do it like once a week kind of thing. And, and other people are the five days. I'm like, ah. I'm good. Um, Definitely. So, question I have since this is obviously your your big, uh, I guess f- I don't want to say claim to fame because you do a lot, but this this is like one of your big things. Oh, I have a claim to fame. I, well, I was gonna say like people think people know about you. Well, I was gonna say you're the tourism director or director of tourism, yeah. but I mean you you do a lot of stuff, so I don't want to just like tie you into oh, tourism. Oh, you're fine. But the I am tourism. Uh, what what is some fun facts that you can spit out about tourism in the North Country? Because you've said a couple when we were at the uh, North Country Connections that were, I thought, stuff I didn't know about, which is cool. So, like, my favorite thing to do is tell facts of how awesome the Adirondack Coast is and things you want to know. So, if you take the city beach, it's the second largest freshwater beach in the United States. Which is crazy. Crazy. You wouldn't think that, but... Do you know which one's the biggest? I don't, it's in California. I don't okay. actually know the name of it. But then Clinton County is also the second largest producer of Macintosh apples in the That's United crazy. States. The only 
place that beats us is um, Washington State. So a whole state produces more apples than us as a county. That's oh, that's kind of incredible. Wait, Clinton County. So Clinton County Clinton is the county. most apples per per county. County. Mm-hmm. The only place wow. that beats us in is if you put all of Washington State together. Wow. So we have a lot of apples. Yeah. That's our claim to fame. How about them apples? How about them apples? One of my favorite movies. Um, Such a good movie. So there's there's things like that, you know. Um, here, um, I'm trying to blank on his name. The traitor in history. Benedict Arnold. Thank you. Benedict Arnold wasn't a traitor here. It wasn't until he left the battle here and got to Saratoga that he became a traitor. He is actually a hero when it comes to Lake Champlain. Was he? That was the Battle of 1812? Or uh, the War of 1812? The Battle of War no, of 1812? No, he was battle the uh, Battle of Alcor. Really? Mm-hmm. I always thought he was Revolutionary War, but he was War of 1812? No, Revolutionary. He was Revolutionary War. Oh, it's different. Battle, yeah, so war, uh, Battle of Plattsburgh was the War of 1812. Yes. Which actually has a really cool fact. So it... I love hearing it because I love war, like old war stories. Where I love those. In war history. of eighteen twelve is is pretty interesting because the war actually ended on our lake with the Battle of Plattsburgh. They the British surrendered and said no, we're done. But because there was an email at the time, it took that long for the message to get to where it needed to go for the treaty to be signed. That battles were fought after that didn't need to be fought because it was here. Wow. Okay. It Including ended. no Saratoga was War of eighteen or that was the Revolutionary the Re- War. Yes. Okay. So. War of 1812 was decided here, but it took so long for the message to go that battles were fought after us. And then the other like fun fact I always find is that really it was because the um, McDonough knew how to sail on Lake Sh- Lake Champlain is actually a really horrible lake to it changes for very wind, quickly. Yes. and he yep. knew that, and the British didn't, so he was able to flip the ship. And get yes. fresh cannons. This, this was the was Saratoga? To, yes. Yeah. So he was able to, you know, defeat the British that way. Just by knowing the lake. We shouldn't have. We were a little, like, scrappy yeah. militia that, you know, came to yeah. be. And I'm Home sure all advantage. the historians who are listening right now are like, Christy, you've got the semi-correct. But, yeah. you know, I'm using the, well, well, the, th- the yeah, basic I terms. Mean, enough that you have me yeah, believing right? it. But no, I think I remember the now turning Google. thing happening. Yeah, he turned the boat enough... That he knew which way to have, and there were fresh cannons on the back that he could shoot. Yes, I do remember that, and I forgot who told me that. But um, I got. Is there a place? Is there a place? I mean, there is a place around here. I know, but like that does the, the battles and stuff history of it. So there's the, the War of 1812 Museum, yeah, which is actually not which is actually it's a it's a phenomenal place to go. Mm-hmm. They at the beginning they show a video and it tells that whole story. So you actually understand it. It takes like a ten-minute little video. Mm-hmm. You can walk through the place. It's it. It brings it all to life. Actually, that made the Dana Moore movie. It did. You yeah. are right. Yeah, I never watched all of that. I got it, through the it, first episode and I was like, mm. to be honest, I wasn't as. I didn't like it as much as I thought it would. Yeah. But that's whatever. It's all right. Yeah. They tried. They did. It was. It was. De- I mean, it was okay. I just. think we like. I think I didn't want to watch it because we lived it. Yeah. I think watching it would have been hard for me you know, in the, that realm. The weird part about it was the only part that really talked about the part that we knew of, which was the chase hap- Like, mm-hmm. I think seven of the eight episodes were building up to the chase. Like right. That was like the last episode. Because so, I think they wanted to give you the part that you didn't know, like why it right. happened versus the story. they just chased him around in the woods for a month. Yeah. Which, which is the part we... I mean, I remember sitting there in... Uh, I lived in Morrisonville. I mean, I still do, but at the time... 
you'd be watching the news and all of a sudden you'd be like, yeah, they got choppers out. And all of a sudden you're like, doo, 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 yeah. like, over, like you look out the front door, you see the chopper fly over and like, this is really weird. We could and we could see the feet like hanging out of the chopper yeah. when they were searching. And then where I live is uh, right where they had all the media stopped before they were going. Aren't you into, Morrisonville too? Um, yeah, just before Morrisonville. So okay. I live right in that area. Yeah. And all the news trucks were right on the road before we turned in. So we had every checkpoint to go through and all the, all the, all the, yeah, I remember the NBC so. news guy, Miguel Almaguer or whatever, mm-hmm. was right at the corner of Rand Hill, and that was just on the road from us. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, they're like, let's go see. I'm like, I don't really care to. See. I mean, he's oh, like, I'm a Today Show junkie, so you? I did totally did drove you? by a couple times. I was like, I'm now going to stalk you. It's great. Yeah. It was. He's like it, doing the story, you're <laughs> leaving in the back. I your sign. Never. Your sign. <laughs> That's me, guys. Watch the news. Yeah, Mom, that, I'm still good. I'm alive. I know. I, I yeah. I do have a, a Today Show obsession. I've watched it since I was 15, and every morning, if I don't watch it, I get really upset. Oh, so you're, you're an every morning person. I, every morning. Okay. I even have satellite radio purposely so I can listen to it during the day. Like, I have a weird... Really? Yeah, because it's on there. So, it's kind of crazy. You, you must have been. I've gone, yes. Have you ever been inside? I have not. I've never been either, but I know um, every once in a while people like can go watch the inside. They probably or, don't want to let me in. That's just probably safer for maybe everybody. not. If you go, you know, if you go every day for like a year, I think eventually they like, just get her in and get her <laughs> yeah. out of here. I'm running up and down behind the set. Hi guy. Yeah. yeah. No, you don't. Like Coda that. comes out, and she's like, honestly, this lady's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Just like one Christy's day. Christy's here again. Yeah, guys. No, but when the so squirrel moment. So during the escape, what happened is um, we would get phone calls at work about people wanting to go find the manhole cover and they still call people like think it's now one of our attractions just oh. to go visit it well, okay yeah, yeah they'll be on their bikes they're like oh can we go what, up what, what street was it again do you remember I the don't, intersection i don't remember wasn't it boken or smith it's one of the crossroads and smith because or cook no cook i think it's i think cook it's because wasn't cook the guy who i think it was it's the one. It started on Cook and it ended with Cook. Isn't I that think it's the, the one that has like the box outside the wall. I say the box. It like it looks like a box yeah. kind of thing. I think that's the, yeah. p- the actual tunnel that comes out. I mean, you can, I think you can go in through that, but it comes out that way and it connects to there. So I think if you just go down that road one block, it's that one. Yeah, we do get asked for that a lot. I, I don't give it away. I'm like, mm. and then there's only like ten in this. Know, just keep going. Just go you see them it. all. <laughs> And then we got a call during the whole thing, and it got patched through to me, and it was a reporter in Buffalo. And they're like, this must be debilitating for you. And well, it was very scary. And there was a lot at yeah. risk. And it kind of made you realize what goes on in our correction system. I, w- th- I was like, well, yeah, it's scary. But, you know, we're functioning. Yeah. You know, and they're like, what do you mean you're functioning? You don't have any hotels. Where's everybody staying? And I'm like, we have hotels. Yeah. They're like, well, aren't there <laughs> armed guards everywhere? And I'm like, no, not unless you're near the search area. Yeah. Well, how, how do people get there? Is there like a one road in and out? And I'm like, where do you think we are? Have you looked at a map? Yeah. 87 is very prevalent. Yeah. All the major hotel ch- Oh, well, what about the school? Well, it's out because... It's summer. Summer. Yeah. It was... I literally think that all they could picture <laughs> was this like one road, little pony carriage ride. Yeah. Everyone with guns is walking down our road. It was... Pitchforks. Yeah. Like, we got to find them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was like, no, no, that's not what this looks like at all so it was it, very eye-opening yeah yeah no it was, it was we uh we enjoyed watching it we were that was i talked to um i had paul do you know paul deal yeah yeah so i had paul on on the podcast he's, he's a good buddy and he uh i was telling him i said i'm not a big news guy like i just i don't i don't watch a lot of tv mm-hmm. but 
that was the one time that I really remember watching WPTZ like nonstop. Yeah. Because to be honest, they were the ones breaking the news quicker than anybody. Yeah. And I remember watching like, even like late into the night, you'd be like 11, 30, 12 o'clock. You're like, how do you catch them? Like, all right, well, I guess we're signing off to the morning. Like <laughs> sleeping like six o'clock, you're up watching the news and then you're watching today's show. And I watched, I think more news that month than any, cause everybody was just like, I didn't even did, catch them. Where yeah, are they? What's going on? I remember the first time and like they're in Willsboro and you're like, Oh, how do they get to Willsboro? So why are they going that way? And, <laughs> yeah. and, uh, don't they have a map? Well, I remember I was going, actually it was, they, they escaped. I think it was a Friday night and the Saturday. And I remember going, I had a early appointment at eight o'clock up in Morris and I was at the house. We left the house. All of a sudden I got to the first intersection and there was a checkpoint. I'm like, what's going on? Yeah. And my, my wife was texting me or calling me. Well, we were married at the time, but she was like, I had a missed call from her and then I had a text and I didn't look at it yet. And I went through the checkpoint and like, yeah, some guys escaped from the prison. And I'm like, oh. Because I remember back when I was a kid that someone escaped, but they escaped from the county jail. Like, right, yeah. Which I thought back exactly. then, I didn't know the difference. And and I, supposedly, nobody really escaped from this prison. So that was news to me at the time. And um, I just remember, like, she was like, yeah, it's all over the news. And I'm like, oh. And she's like, no, no, like national news. I'm like, what? Yeah. So needless to say, that was, uh, I remember where I was when I found out about it, but it was, it was a fun it Fun was, time. Yeah, it was a tr- it's definitely a claim to fame. Like, even now I'll go to trade shows and things like that, and pe- I'll be like, oh, I'm from the Adirondack Coast, and they're like, oh, New York, and then I'll either I say I'm an hour south of Montreal, and everyone can figure that out, or at the time I was like, you know where the prison break was? They're like, yeah. I'm like, I, I live there. Yeah. <laughs> like, if you want direction, that's where I am. Yeah. So. I actually drove by it last week to go the alley out. <laughs> <laughs> um, but if, if uh, yeah, no, so that that's good. I, I think, now... Eight now, okay, we went over the Adirondack Coast. Mm-hmm. Fun facts about tourism. We have any more fun facts about tourism? Probably. I'll, I'll keep thinking. Okay, that's fine. There's a lot of them. So for you, because I know obviously you're, I think I share this in, in um, with a lot of people in our area because I think we have a very good like local pride of the yeah. area. What's your vision for Plattsburgh going forward? I mean, you've been here a long time now. You have, at this point, 11 years invested in telling people how great we are. Um, so what do you think going forward? Like what, what is your most... What are you looking forward to most? What do you think is our biggest advantage? Um, you know, kind of all the positive, I guess, positives, but anything negative that you think, just kind of like your overall vision of Plattsburgh is. I don't. Or I should say the Adirondack Coast. I want to say just Plattsburgh. But. Yeah, definitely. Because it is a definitely a county effort. And mm-hmm. from a visitor standpoint, they never come to a county. You've never gone on vacation and said, I'm going to that county. You, you don't even know what county area. you're in. Right. You yep. go to a region, you go to an area and things like that. So, you know, I... I will never say there's anything negative because I am truly a rosy colored glasses person and mm. I refuse to see the negative and I'll just keep striving to the positive. And that, that is who I am and I will always be that way. And it's probably good and bad in some ways. So I think our biggest strength is that we have a community of people who want to see good. Mm-hmm. You know, I can't tell you how many times somebody comes and talks to me and about an idea they have or something they want to work on and that they've already got people who are rallying behind it and our cheerleaders for it are ready to roll up their sleeves. I think we have a really great community of people who want to do great things and grow it and aren't just waiting for somebody else to do it. Um, so I, I think that's phenomenal. I also think it's tremendous that we have people who work in the same industries and are friends and want to help each other out and, and don't just see it as competition. We did a destination master plan back in 2010, and we've updated it a couple times since. And a guy, a consultant from Missouri came, and he, he this is all he does is he looks at destinations and communities and how can you grow and what are your strengths and where should you focus your energy. And 
we obviously went into the tourism sector. So we had all the lodging properties sit down. They're all competitors, but they all came together in one room Mm -hmm. and talked about how they can improve lodging and what they can do and how they can work together. And the, the meeting adjourned and everyone left and the guy looked at me, he goes, that's why you will succeed. You will succeed because everybody comes together, even with their competitors and wants the greater good over just the business themselves. And after he said that to me, I just kind of, I don't know, it was a whole different way to look at the community. And then I started looking at other industries and it's the same way, Mm -hmm. you know, everyone just wants the greater good. And if that means, you know, they're losing a dollar, but helping somebody else out, Mm -hmm. it's definitely, you know, it's going to happen. So I think that's probably one of our biggest strengths. I think as far as tourism is concerned, I think that community again, rallies really, really well. I think, you know, the Adirondack coast in particular has discovered how strong it is in agritourism and not necessarily trying to compete with other counties who may have stronger recreational opportunities. I am not discounting that lake by any means because Lake Champlain is something only we have on the Adirondack coast and it it's phenomenal and offers its own, but we really capitalized on the fact that we are an agricultural community and we have the maple like we talked about and the wineries that are producing wines with cold weather grapes that there's a fun fact, cold weather grapes that aren't, um, you know, grown in any other climate. And they worked with the University of Minnesota to, to develop a grape that could be grown here. And and so we have that, and then we have the brewers, and then we have our farms ourselves, the farms like um, Asgard and Country Dreams Farm, who are working farms that you can go visit and see what it actually is like. Um, I just think anything like that is is really promising and exciting. And I think it's kind of a, a trend you see in the industry itself, you know, wanting to the farm to table mm-hmm. movement using local ingredients. And um, I, I'm excited to see where that goes with the cuisine trails that were just designated by New York State here in uh, Clinton County and Franklin County and Essex County. So I, I just think there's a lot of positive, there's a lot of growth, and there's a lot of people who want to help out. They want to see the growth happen. Yeah, I think... One one of the cool things, and I've I've noticed this more and more as I've gotten more involved, and mm-hmm. I think what happens too is that you start as you get older, you start aligning with people that have way more, are more positive and have better visions. Like I mean, are more in tune with kind of yeah. like stuff I want to do or have interest in. But you know, you can find I you can go anywhere and find people that are negative about a certain area, mm-hmm. and I'm, we have them. But at the end of the day. It, it's been a while since I found very negative people. Yeah. I tried to very pretty much like suffocate them out of my life, you know, and find the positive people. And I find that a lot of people that I talk to, the same as you, are they're uber like, this is going to happen. This yeah. is going to happen. And uh, one of the reasons I've talked about it before, but kind of a, like metaphorically, is I like my office view because I really think that this is going to be a huge oh, cultural God. hub of our mm-hmm. area. Um, within, I, I think, I really think within the next 10 to 20 years that this will be built up and, and, you know, look a lot more, you know, have a lot more kind of, uh, what's it called? Oomph to it than it does now. And it's kind of cool that I hope to be in this office for many years and I can kind of almost see the growth as it happens. So for me, that's one of the reasons I really like this location, but, um, I, I think Plattsburgh is, it's always been a good area, but I think we've weathered one of the, one of actually the North country connections the talk that uh, Gary and is it Sue? Sue, yep. Okay, I always forget her name. Sue. She was phenomenal lady too. And those two, I mean, they're obviously at the forefront of like the economic development yes, part. That's but there. the 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 passion those two have for what they do and the mm-hmm. excite like if anybody, if anybody 
knows the ins and outs of what's the future to hold. It's those two and the excitement they have for what's going on. To me, oh, God, yeah. gives me even more like you know excitement because I I'm kind of I'm I'm like kind of excited but with blind faith kind of thing where yeah. I think they're more excited with concrete like we can see the pathway to get there. Um, and that's one of the the major things I'm looking forward to is that this place is going to be a really sweet place to live in the future because I think we have a lot of there's a lot of things that are it's almost like a perfect storm they're coming together mm-hmm. and I think we're going to hit it in the next like I said probably couple decades I think it's it's funny I um like I said this has been 11 years looking at this and when I first started it was very Plattsburgh centric yeah you know everything to do seemed to kind of be on the same Route 3 corridor or, or downtown in, in some sense. And that was really it. And you had, like, Rolson, Peru, but it was very Plattsburgh-centric. They were much smaller. I mean, right. yeah. And so then you've seen the food scene in our downtown area and downtown Plattsburgh has boomed in the last mm-hmm. 10 years. I mean, it, there's still a long way to go, I'm sure. But to say steps haven't been taken would be a lie because it, it's tremendous what we have compared to what we did. And, and the owners are great. But then I've noticed now... And I'd say this would be in the last five or six years when we're talking to groups or people coming to the area. It's not just, you know, Plattsburgh anymore. We're, Peru has really blossomed as a place that we can tell people to go with the chasm and Osable Point and, mm-hmm. you know, Adirondack River rentals. And then Rolf's is there and Babby's Rural uh, Farm and Learning Museum and um, the Hayward Park that they have and the trail system that they have in Peru. It's just like this phenomenal little hub. And so that really has taken off and it's been a really great place for us when we have travel writers who come we've been sending them into that area and not just into plattsburgh and then all of a sudden you turn around and, and shay z is now doing the same thing with the with everything we talked about in maple and the wineries the two wineries that are there and the, the apple orchards and shay z orchards doing amazing things in that area mm-hmm. and um miners and alice the alice t minor museum mm-hmm. also like you're starting to see all these like really amazing branches of hubs where people can go for the day and spend a day if not more and do incredible things so the growth is definitely there is it you know what it could be i don't think it'll ever you ever stop growing so there will always be things to do but um i mean like you said just looking out your office window and seeing dock street in the city marina and the accessibility with some of the launches that are now that have been put in place and you know the upgrades that have been made just to well, it they just had the big fishing tournament down here. Yeah. That was, it was like... It's packed. It was, there was like traffic jams up here yeah. just getting to the office. Exactly. And what's neat about those is... So that's actually um, something we handle within our office is planning and bringing in the fishing tournaments. Mm-hmm. Alyssa that I work with handles that. And um, a lot... Some of the improvements, like the launch that was there was something that FLW helped us find money for. And so oh, it's not... I, I just drove by it for the first time the other day. It's incredible. And I should, I, maybe the first time because I know people are actually using yeah. it, but it's a very nice launch. Yeah, it's eco-friendly and things like that, and they even helped put in one of the kayak launches. And this was, mm. I'd say, like four or five years ago, but they saw a great lake that was worth investing in, so they helped. And now it's something that has brought great quality of life to our visitors and our residents. And, and so I, I think there's a lot of growth, and I think it's not only local residents who can see the potential, but it's also our visitors or our events that we bring in that also help invest in you know, I think I said at the very beginning, you you don't hear as much of there's nothing to do here. Mm-hmm. And that makes me very happy. But there's always going to be that group. And I can completely understand that group. I look at this destination every day as a place to come vacation. Mm-hmm. 
which yeah. is phenomenal. I mean, I no one's ever upset when they're planning a vacation. Um, but then you do understand that, you know, there are people here who are making a living and they're paying their bills and they're not thinking of it as a place to vacation. Mm-hmm. And you can completely understand that as well. So, you know, as long as we have less and we have some, you know, we have some people who are understanding now the quality of life that tourism brings and that this destination really does have. And our community is pretty awesome and it is moving towards, you know, a greater good. It's yeah. It's no, awesome. I, everything you just said, hundred percent. Um, and the other thing I wanted to, to talk about is you have, this was actually how I first heard of you and I forgot what it's called. Is it coasting with Christy? I call it coasting with Christy. Coasting. Yes. With, I was trying to think of the name in my head. <laughs> this was, uh, Aaron said something. I think yeah. it was the first time I ever heard of you. He goes, "Yeah, you know Christy Kennedy, right?" And I'm like, "I don't." And this was <laughs> probably last year. And he goes, "Dude, he goes, go on, dude. It's amazing." And we were kind of we were talking about marketing things, and he goes, "He goes, go look on Better. on YouTube." So, yeah, so there's like little thirty second little clips. Like I saw the one you did. You did fairly recently. Was at the Bagel Pit, yeah. I think. Yeah. And uh, I mean, it was just they're like cool little things, but they highlight everybody. And um, I just so coasting with Christy. So how did that get started? And how many have you done so far? Oh, that's a good question. So coasting with Christy was, we, you know, people like to hear a story and they like to kind of know a face and somebody they can go back to over and over again, kind of like an authority in the matter. And Aaron Benner goes to me, he goes, we're going to put you, we need to make little videos of you talking in different areas. And then we're going to put them on Facebook and on YouTube and you're going to be the storyteller. And I'm like, you think anyone's going to want to listen to me? Like, okay, so I totally out of a, if you know Aaron, he can wear you down enough that you're like, okay, I'll try it, but, you know, I don't think this is going to take off, and one, I'm not telling you anything, I haven't told him many a times, (laughs) and I said, okay, fine, like, I just appeased him and went, and I think we did 10, and they, BBG did what they do best, and put them out there, and I said, all right, let them go, and all of a sudden they started to actually do really well. Like people were coming up to me and being like, I didn't know about that place or what, how do I get there? Or what do you, what do you think of this other place? And it started this whole conversation. So I hate to admit it, but Benner was really right. You know, <laughs> Ugh. but he was, I, and again, I tell him that all the time. I'm like, I hate to admit it, but you were right. And <laughs> it's been really fun. I, uh, we've done a lot. I cannot even tell you how many we've done. We're shooting 20 more this week. Um, that's incredible of them. And if, and they're all different and they're all different. We go to all different locations and some of them are state parks and some of them are attractions. And it's just a really quick, here's a fun fact you may not know about it. Um, you're, you're like, uh, Vanna white from, uh, little fortune. Yes. Almost. I want to be kind of like that little quick, like, Hey, we're in Washington, (laughs) DC. Just learn more. And here you go. And exactly. And that was the whole idea. And, um, they've been great. I, I've been a, certain restaurants and people i've been come up and they're like you're the adirondack coast girl and i'm Recognize. like i am and Recognize. they'll be like we, we went to that vineyard and i'm like great i'm glad to hear it you know so it has really gone over well and we've had um people ask for videos to be done and and stuff and we're happy to for anybody who you know is an adirondack coast member and things like that so do you guys push that for obviously tourism if people mm-hmm. like you want to see and say hey here's our youtube page there's a lot mm-hmm. of different because there's some cool videos on there 
beyond just i mean the coasting oh, yeah. with christy but there's a ton of neat stuff on there the coasting with christy is just your gateway mm-hmm. into the adirondack coast so the whole idea is it's a quick 15 30 seconds it's like of a sampler pack yes yeah oh you weren't you're interested in this you think this is neat okay now get let's go into dive into go adirondack go to our youtube page mm-hmm. there's so much more information but we've got you interested type we actually thing. have let me see is there can you see a bunch of books in there in one of those boxes look down they're like yes Grab one of those. You, you'll appreciate. What do you got going? Oh, you got a blanket. Oh, Discover Plattsburgh? You see them? Yeah, yeah. 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 So this was a BBG special too. Oh, yeah. But yeah, flip, flip through that. You'd like it because I think there's. Hold on. I got to stretch. Because I'm so tall. <laughs> oh, yeah. See, I do like this one. Yeah. So you can t- take that with you. But th- these are. Um, so Good ba- basically, yeah. So I think a lot of these were. You probably have seen most of these photos. Yes. But, but they, uh, it was kind of the idea of the same thing. How do we sell the area to people that are coming to the area? One, that obviously need housing, but how do we promote the, not just like come find a house, but how do we promote it in the sense that this is a place you want to actually live and you you know would have no problem uprooting wherever you live now to come to our area and make it a part of your life. So a lot of it is tied into kind of things with the Adirondack Coast and with the idea of trying to push the tourism and everything yeah. else. So the pictures are cool. I think on the back it also says like go to Adirondack 80K. Go at, that's us. Go at 80 Go, at go Adirondack, on, yeah. Dot com. So, so yeah. a lot of that is just trying to promote that aspect. But it, it's cool. I've, I've had to, at least for my job, I've had a couple times where I've dro- drove people around in the area that mm-hmm. were getting jobs. And I was like almost like the tour guide. which. Yep. Again, I, I'm a very quiet person, so that's a tough gig right. for me. Yeah, but, me too. But sometimes Oof. I come out of my shell for those, and uh, I have a lot of fun doing that. So, yeah. like, driving people around and just, like... And it's funny when I talk about it. I don't think I know that much, and then all of a sudden I'm like, wow, I actually do know yeah. quite a bit about the area. Yeah. I mean, I've lived here my whole life, but uh, there's certain facts that I've been able to... I, I'm, I'm lucky as I get to travel a lot, so I get to see a lot of places. Mm-hmm. And I'm not traveling three hours away. I get to travel 20 minutes, 20 minutes, 25 minutes, 10 minutes. So I get to see a lot of roads over and over again. So I get very familiar with different locations and it's kind of cool. Um, even some of the stuff that I've found, again, living here my whole life, I didn't know we had an underground railroad museum. Yeah. And I, I think that'd be cool to go see. And then, I mean, there's so many things that... You have to go to that museum. I'm totally going to plug it right now. It is an incredible museum. Because it's in Osable. It's right or, next or to us. Or like Right that. across, if you know where Osable Chasm is, yeah. it's right next door. It's, oh, okay. Osable Chasm actually gifted them the property. Oh, okay. And this building, you walk in and they have an object theater. So they're telling a story and things are lighting up in the room to bring it to life. It is incredible. The whole story is incredible. Then they do bus tours where you can actually go along the route within Keysville and Peru and Osable. It's just, they have thought of everything. And it's such a different and unique piece of our history that I would have never thought about until I went to this museum. I, I uh, No, I got to check that out. Because again, I, I do like history. Like I, yeah. And the Underground Railroad was obviously, we, we learned about that in school. And um, I always just thought it was fascinating. Because yeah. the whole premise and why they did it. and um, But it's like little things like that or... The Transportation Museum, mm-hmm. I, again, I, I'm a bad local resident. I've never been to it, but I, I really should go to some of these. Um, but I, I watched some of those videos, and I'm like, I didn't know that place existed. Or, oh, that's where that place is. Right. Like, I've heard that's of it, and one. it's in that location. And, yeah, I think I think a lot of – there is a lot to do around here, and I think from the tourism aspect of it, that's very cool. Now, your cohort there, um, Alyssa, she worked directly with you in the oh, yeah. tourism aspect yep. of it she's our assistant director of tourism and marketing so because i see you guys going on some trips together yes those, yes those must be they must be Our somewhat little... fun every once in a while you have yeah. fun yeah yeah she's pretty good but i don't like to tell her out loud 
She's no, she's great. Who actually made more money in the golf thing the other day? Did you guys compare? Yes, we did. I, I still have an eleven-year winning streak, so well, that's, I, she, I'm pretty proud of myself. That, that was that was good. She told us on the tee too. She's good. I got to beat. I got to beat Christy, and I said okay. And we were one of our last ones. Yeah. Obviously, we had a little bit more drinks by the time we got to yeah. you, so we might have been a little more generous with. Yes, and well, I I just wasn't going to pay you back. That was that's, the other thing. Like, that's, oh, that's how you win. Yeah, oh, oh. like I once people win and try to take my money, I then start hustling them that they're not yeah. taking. You read it. the fine print, right? Yeah. There's actually no winner. Right. You're just a donation. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, that's great. Go EDK. Don't take away my paycheck is a good one to say. Uh, you know, like I use all these things. But um, Alyssa laughs because she's like, you are so competitive. And she just doesn't care. And so I'm like, well, no, now you're going to care. This is a competition. Eventually, she'll hate losing. When that streak's yeah, 21 right? years, 22 years, yeah. you'll be like, Alyssa. I mean, we're five and a half years right now. But, you know, I'll keep winning. It's fine. I know. So competitive. It's so ridiculous too. I, I don't, and I don't know why. I don't know why. Like, the why does that matter? Well, it does. Yeah, oh, it does. It yeah. does. I'm, I'm sorry. It's like, wait, it me or her? I'm beating you. That's, yeah, exactly. It's, it's so getting bad. donations from. I know. Um. So, but obviously, so you two work directly mm-hmm. together now. How how is the how many people work at the chamber right now? There's twelve of us right now that work That's at cool. the chamber. Yeah, it's really it's a neat organization. Um. There's 12 of us, but we all do very different things. Mm -hmm. So, you know, like Alyssa and I work together closely on all the marketing and the tourism um, things. And then Gary works on government affairs and Jody does a lot of our events and our fundraising and our membership based. And um, then we sell health insurance there as well. So we do have Lisa who handles all of that. Um, We have obviously a finance department and some admin. And then we have our um, economic development team with Ashley and Sue and, and, and things like that. So, Yeah. It's it's very there's a lot going on at all at, times. At the golf tournament, Ashley dropped a couple y'alls and, and oh, uh, our little w- Georgia peach. Yeah, and something else. Nice. We were just we were just busting on oh, her. Yeah. But yeah, she was she was so funny. Um, oh, we laugh at her right now because she's still wearing a sweater around the office. Is she? And we're like, it's 105 degrees out. She goes, I know it's like fall, and we're like, no, this is this is your week of summer. Wait, has she been up for the whole season yet? Yes. Yes. Oh, so I was gonna she's, say, she's been in a rude awakening if she's never lived through January. <laughs> no, it was a rude awakening, but um, she's been here about a year and three months now so yeah she, or with she, us at least she always seems like she's having fun so she's great oh my god she's a riot so, so what what i i obviously I, i'm very big in the marketing it's one of my mm-hmm. one of my passions within my the company and so what are you guys doing right now like any new marketing things that you've been up to scheming on any well it's funny i've literally been writing our 2020 marketing plan this whole last two weeks i think um a lot of what we're doing is still trying to move away from photos and really getting into the video Mm -hmm. and how can we capture people social media is huge for us when it comes to marketing i think somebody i was reading somewhere and people go to instagram now for recommendations when traveling from friends and family over a website um things like that keeping up with google Mm -hmm. is a really time consuming uh, part of marketing but it's extremely important for destinations like search words and stuff yeah any seo SEO, they also have stuff now where google is literally when you type in a destination and you've probably done this all the restaurants come up Mm -hmm. all the flights to get there come up all the reviews come up so you never have to leave google Mm -hmm. um which is killing websites Mm -hmm. but they're pulling it off your website so how do we make sure the best information is being served to google yeah um they also how, how do we, for lack of a better word, manipulate that to make it what we need it to be? 
Um, and there are ways to do that. Um, and we're working with Google themselves to, to get, bring that up to speed and, you know, working on Google maps and making sure that we're not, you know, the Google car gets here and, and really showcases things and, and stuff like that. So, so where, where do you market to the most? Montreal and Quebec hands down is yep. our largest market. Um, most of our traffic comes from there. Most of our visitors come from there. Most of our marinas and our campgrounds, that's who, you know, fill those up in the summer. We've seen recently a really strong growth in like the capital region and Saratoga area. So we're doing some marketing now targeting that area and started last year, which is really kind of exciting and nothing we've ever been able to do before, but with, uh, the airport mm-hmm. and United service into oh, yeah. Dallas We're for the first time doing some reverse marketing with the airport saying, Hey, you can actually fly to the Adirondacks and what, come what, to the area. What, um, are you guys able to track who searches from what, what locations? Oh and, yeah. And that's number like, like what would be roughly like the top five, top five locations. Yeah. That search here. Montreal um, probably Montreal's number. big. Um, and then we do, then I would say Saratoga, um, the Saratoga Albany bounces back and forth as probably two and three. Um, we do get a lot from um, Ottawa, yep. who search for us as well. Um, and then I would say, depending on the time of year, we do get a, a good little surge from like Pennsylvania and the Philly area. Mm-hmm. I think that has to do with group marketing for, it tends to be for fall foliage time. Yep. So I think that's when we're getting like our leaf peepers. But that that those would be our big markets. Because a lot of times, like that, when you search, when you track who searches what through Google, it's it's amazing the spots that search that you wouldn't oh, think yeah. about it. Because I yeah. remember when I was um, dealing with like Quebec's a big, just Quebec in general, we get a lot of yeah. And there, there's like uh, it's amazing because I've seen lists of people that are like searching to move here, mm-hmm. and you're looking at like and there's some of the spots are like like Houston, mm-hmm. like and it was like that's the seventh most shirt mm-hmm. and you. And I'm just, I don't even know if it was Houston, but it was just like a rant. You'd have random yeah. ones like that where you would think like, yeah, you can have Albany, you can have Burlington, you can have probably this, the greater New York City area. New York City, New York City pops up too quite a bit, um, but it pops up more in like the spring, summer months. I think it's the escape from the city. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to come to a lake. I want to go to the mountains. It's usually when they're searching just for Adirondacks, not necessarily like Lake Champlain and, and things like that. We, we definitely score high there. Cycling is always a really high Do you have any comp- traffic for us. any competition-wise for, like, do you have to, you know, I don't know if it's the right way to say competition, but, like, do you c- compete against, like, the Catskills or do you compete against the, you know, oh, the yeah. Green Mountains yeah. and things like that where you're trying to persuade them to come to the Adirondacks instead of going to Vermont? I, I would think anything within a drive distance is our competition. So, you know, any, we want them to Or come. the White Mountains. Yeah. White Mountains. Even, you know... Within our region, we're always happy if somebody stays within the kind of the seven counties that make up the Adirondacks. Mm-hmm. After that, I would say, you know, any parts of New York is our competition. Vermont's our competition. You know, New Jersey can or be. Or the Finger Lake region. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Oh, Western New York, uh, the Hudson Valley, all of those kind, kind of become your competition. The nice thing that happens is we do work with I Love New York, which represents all of New York State. And they're really big on having the different regions work together. So while I say there are competition, we've really been able to create like itineraries that we've pushed out saying, go to the Catskills and then come to the Adirondacks and the Catskills will sell the Adirondack portion and we'll help them. So we've been able, 
to really work together as a state as well to show that there's connectivity and you can have different experiences everywhere and we do help each other out. But, you know, at the end of the day, my job is to put heads in beds in, in this area <laughs> and that's that that's what I, I want to see happen. I, like, I would think that New York would be one of the most diverse, take away the city yes. aspect, but just in general, like the amount of stuff that you can do throughout the state. Because mm-hmm. there's some states you go to and I would think that they'd be very limited based oh, off yeah. of geography and, and, and again, I don't know, maybe kind of the northwest of New York, like maybe there's not as much to do out there because it's very rural, but I'm sure if you really look, there's a lot of lot going on throughout. Because I think just the Finger Lake region and then like Niagara Falls and then oh, the Hudson yeah. Valley region, I mean, those are all very distinct in their own, own Hudson way. Hudson Valley. Yeah. What did, I say, Hudson, what did I say? Did I say Hudson Valley? Oh, you probably did. Oh, okay. Apparently I just... That's what I meant. Hudson Valley. Hudson if I didn't Valley. say Hudson Valley, I meant Hudson Valley. No. They're all different. I would say there's... Then there's Central, just Central New York, which has its yeah. own flavor and... The Albany area in Schenectady has really grown, and the racetracks in Saratoga are great. And Lake George is kind of the home of the American vacation mm-hmm. and, and things like that. And I wouldn't disregard New York City. That has its own vibe that nowhere else in New York State has, you know? So yeah, you can get I love New York City. Feel, yeah. And then you can come up and hike our mountains, and then you've got the wine regions, and you've got the Thousand Islands and Alexandria Bay. And how neat is that, that it is a dual city with, you know, an Ontario-based, you know... And so it's it's really interesting. And I think that's one of our challenges when it comes to tourism in New York State. Too much? Is there's a lot. Yeah. And people get intimidated that there's this giant state and where do I start and what do I do? And so they gravitate to New York City because it seems probably the easiest to navigate. And they're probably, in some regards, really right. You know, it's an easy fly in, fly out. There's a bunch of buses to jump on and jump off. And you know Broadway and you know the Statue of Liberty. And um, But then when they kind of start exploring there's a million things so do do you tie a lot in with lake placid we work with lake placid a lot especially i'm sure they have their own kind of reach or yeah bureau of or chamber (laughs) of commerce yeah they have their own um tourism office that they do thing it's called roost regional office of sustainable tourism um and they're kind of the adirondack coast of essex county and then but we work with them with the adirondack regional tourism council we work with them when it comes to i love new york we work with franklin county and malone um and we just kind of lake george uh, area hamilton county lewis all of those st lawrence county we kind of encompass all that area do you have to travel a lot for your job I do get to travel. I get to travel kind of like you were saying for yours yeah. to the little areas that are cool in the Adirondack coast and, and things like that. But then I do get to travel in a greater sense to trade shows where we're trying to tell people to come to the area yeah. and recruit them. We do some great shows up in Montreal. Um, Alyssa attends a motor coach show where she goes and talks to tour operators and that's usually all over the U.S. and tell, tells them, you know, come up and help them plan tours and itineraries and things like that. So we do quite a bit of traveling, but and it's usually just to tell her story you know here you get a travel guide and you get a travel i'm the oprah of travel guides that's it. Oh, i just i just gave you my travel i guide, know so i know um so you got a real future here now. i know yeah. <laughs> if i ever need to switch careers yeah. i'll, I'll uh, apply Fl- fling a travel guide that's great the uh so almost like the guy that stands outside with the cardboard and he's spinning the cardboard yes, like yes, really fast like, yes, i think i would i, I would like get really good at that um <laughs> next you're juggling that yeah yes I, I can do that my son loves it in bath time that keeps him oh, occupied nice um so the other thing is, like, were you okay being on camera for all that stuff? Was that easy? Being, a, like, a mass communication person? Yeah. That, that was, didn't, like, second nature? I want to say it was really hard. Oh, it was so hard. I can't believe I had to do it. But, um, no, it kind of came really easily. And I think it was years invested in knowing our destination and, and things I just say off the top of my head. Um, it, it's nerve 
picking sometimes with Chris right there in your face trying to talk. Those cameras are closer yeah, than like, they appear. Yes. I'm like, back up, you know. Or if sometimes the owner of the, the location is standing right there and I'm like, oh, God, don't screw this up. And, and I mean, that's happened and I've done it. And luckily, I just let it roll. But no, they've been really fun to do. And I enjoy them. And, and they do make our attractions and our members feel really happy they, that we're giving them some attention. And I, I want that. I want them to feel like they're part of the story, too. So yeah. it's, it's no, it's fun. But the, you can ask Chris. I get hangry. So about... I was going to say, you got 20... That's, I'm assuming that's probably over two days. Two days. Yeah. Do, about yeah. nine to ten a day. So I, I pack a cooler of snacks, and he's not allowed to touch them. They're mine. And I, I pretend to offer him snacks, but I don't want him to eat them. And uh, <laughs> I, he, about 3.30, he's like, are you done? And I'm like, I'm done, and I don't want to talk anymore, and I'm not going to smile. And I get a little punchy, but yeah, for the most part, it's, it's really fun. <laughs> Um, I inevitably screw up my name at least once a day, That's... which is really good. It was funny. In last year's videos that we did, the most popular one was the bloopers. Where, oh, I'll have to look at that. Yeah, it came out in December. We did it for like New Year's kind of thing. Um, I didn't realize I couldn't say Christy Kennedy. I, I must screw it up every time we shoot. So Is it one you just say it so long that all of a sudden you start thinking, overthinking, you're like, Christy, that sounds just weird. Is that really my name? I Is think that- so. <laughs> or I just say it so fast, it doesn't sound right or, or something like that. And there's a lot of um, takes where I think I was eating a bug, like a bug flies up my nose or my mouth or something like that. So it's kind of fun. I, I've had a few. I I think, well, you, you told me you don't swear, but if you took my, my, my role of stuff, there's a lot of times I'm just, I, I'm saying stuff and then I stop mid sentence and i'm like beep beep, yeah. beep. throw that out throw that out don't use that. <laughs> like uh, let me restart oh, yeah. and usually chris is just like of course he just lets it film so they must have a they must oh, love it imagine. just kind of going like okay we're gonna after the six f-bomb we're gonna cut it yeah. and we're gonna put that part in because yes. that one works um yeah that, that was one of my things i'm usually pretty good but sometimes i I, I zone out a little bit. He's like, all right, go. And I'm like, wait, what am I talking about again? Yes. Okay. All right. Ready? Let's do it. I and can't then- prepare ahead of time. Like I Me can't either. write a script because I'm going to fail it. I've gotten fairly good. It's like one take, but don't ask me like, he'll be like, well, could you reset? I'm like, no, I can't because it'll go in a completely different tangent. So if you like this, we're going to have to keep it that yeah, way. Yeah, you start pulling in the talking points. Like, well, I did say this, that. I'll try to hit yeah. all three of those in this next one. And then you just, you don't. It happens once. Exactly. Um, you get one good take and I, I'm done. So. Yeah, he's, they're very patient. And the amount of, unfortunately, the amount of memory they probably have on my bloopers is probably really high. But that's yeah. all right. I mean, it makes me, you only see the finished product. So I wish people could say, they'll probably make a blooper reel. But again, it's going to be for sensitive ear, or non-sensitive ears. We made a blooper reel. It was, it was it was really quite comical. So I enjoyed it. And we did it, like I said, for New Year's. And it was funny. It was the one I think more people came up and commented to me on. It was like, oh my God, I saw your bloopers. I'm like, yeah, that's who I am. Pretty much a goof. I was, was going to say, like the, the real video. Yeah. Like, this is not real. Real Christy. This is... She doesn't even know if it's Christy. She says it wrong. It's not. I don't. I think my name's Christy Kennedy. I'm not sure, but yeah, no. That's the other thing. Is, like I, I'm pretty much an open book. Like who you see on those is who I am, and who you hear and so approach me. So so what what are your other hobbies? Or we pretty much hit all. Of them? I think you've hit most of my hobbies. I'm um a crazy cat lady. Okay. I will tell you how many that cats you have. Right now, I only have two. I've had up to four at a time, but I have two: Milo and Watson. I Milo? Milo. Okay. He's a little orange cat. He's like 14 years old, but acts like he's three and, you know, he's, he's just a brute. He's really funny. 
And then Watson, who I call my little dumpster cat, because for some reason he just always looks dirty, and I, I can't figure out why. So Is he a light-colored cat? No, he's black and white. It's very weird. And he's judgy, so judgy. My, so. my, my, uh, my son, we don't have any cats, but my son, we have a dog, a little um, Boston Terrier, yes. whose name is Bob. So oh. if my son sees a dog, it's Bob. Right. And we went to the county fair the other day, and there was a black and white cow, mm-hmm. and he knows what a cow is. He knows what a cow... He knows a picture of a cow. Right. He doesn't really know a real cow. He knows that cows go moo. Right. So then I go, buddy, that's a cow. And he's looking at me and go, that's a cow. He goes, Bob. Yeah. And I'm like, well, it's a cow. He goes, Bob. I'm like, mm. it's Bob. Yeah. So. Don't fight. It's not worth yeah. it. Yeah. So I'm like, you're, you're right, buddy. Yeah. He's black. He's white. It's, it's an animal. You it's, win. It's, 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 it's a Bob. Everything's a Bob. So, um, yeah. That, uh, I, I do. That, the cat. My yes. cat's, yeah, Watson. It, He's funny. He looks, he also has the grumpy cat face sometimes. Like, I'm like, I feel Garfield. like I'm being judged by my own cat. I'm like, I could I, just open the door. You understand that, right? I, I'm a, I won't get into it right now, but I'm not a cat person. So. Most, you know, you're either I'm, a cat person or you're not. I'm, I'm a, I'm a not cat person. See, but I've never had a dog because I'm not, I'm not, not a dog. I like dogs. I don't want a dog, if that makes sense. Because I love my cats. Yeah. I'm also, um, a fur, all I watch on television is the Food Network. All the time. Are you a, do you cook? I do cook. What's your favorite thing? Are you a cooker or a baker? See, both. Except okay. around Christmas time where I solely bake. That's good. That's it. Like Christmas cookies. So what, do you have like a go-to meal? This time of year, I love grilling. I love I, to grill. I might go get a grill tonight. You should. I mean, I have one. It long, I mean, I've, I have a grill. It's not... It's old broke. I'm getting yes. one. So grilling. I love grilling. Steak and potatoes and like roasted vegetables on the grill. Hands down my favorite thing to make. Roasted corn on the grill. Ugh, roasted corn, mm-hmm. zucchini, all of that. Oh, I haven't had that in a while. That's good. Cauliflower. I love, I just like to grill everything. And then um, I like in the winter to make like chili and beef stew. That comfort food. Yeah. Crock Chicken pot. and dumplings. I made so all that. I, I don't get to cook that often. I love cooking, but it's usually like a Saturday or Sunday. Yes. Typically, it's a little harder now. We do grilling, which takes it's usually quicker, yeah. quicker process. But in the winter, if I can get like a Saturday, we have nothing going on. I know we're Best home for the ever. night, yep. and I can even better when I can find like a. I do this sometimes on Saturdays. Is like in the morning. I'm such an old man now, but I get excited. Yeah, what happens? I'll get excited. I'll find like a recipe, mm-hmm. and I'll be like, I'm going to the grocery store. Yep. I'm picking everything yeah. I need. I'm getting so excited. I come home and I make like a meal and then I eat it. I clean it all up. Yeah. It, like the whole process takes me all day and yeah. I love it. And it becomes like the iron chef of that day. So oh yeah. And I, you have... I mean, I use all the nice I usually don't use right. all the dishes I don't use. And you know, I, I get, I get, uh, I'll make like, maybe it might be a good roast or meat, but then I'll make mm. like a gravy to go with it. Oh, and yeah. I'll like, I, you know, I mean, there's layers to it. Yes. It's not just like, I'm just going to like grill some chicken and throw like some mm. rice packet on it. And like the boring Monday through Friday He's meals. He's now baking bread. You know, yeah. it becomes a whole thing. Yeah, my, my wife's more of a baker. She's very good. She makes the desserts, so we're always the dessert family, meaning when oh, we go to okay. a party, yeah. like bring a dish to share, 99% of the time we're bringing, bringing a sweet. Yeah. And uh, so, but the food aspect, I'm a grill cooker guy, but yeah. That's, I'm a grill. And my chocolate chip cookies are my claim to fame when I bake. It's like are, they cho- real, are they real buttery? They are pretty The reason buttery. I say that, I had an old aunt that made a real buttery cookie, mm-hmm. and it was the best ones yeah. ever. Yeah. And they're like kind of thick, but not. They chewy or crunchy? Chewy. Good, good. Chewy. Good choice. Ugh, you can't. Do I, crunchy. Crun- I'm not a crunchy no. cookie guy. It's no, a waste. I will is. not eat it. It I'm is. Out. It is. So yeah, I become quite the baker only around Christmas time. Are you an ice cream person? I'm not. 
because I'm lo- super lactose intolerant. <laughs> I knew that was coming. If you're not an ice cream person, the only reason you're not is because yeah, you can't have I it. Can't. Uh, but yeah. if you could have it, you would eat it. Oh, I would totally, totally eat it. And yeah, and I always hate when people go to like the ice cream stands and there I am with my Dole Whip, which is delicious because I don't know anything else in my life. But oh, the other day, it can't be as good as ice cream. Was that iceberg? I don't know. We had they had lime Dole Whip. That's really good. That, I that I loved it. So they'll they, let's talk Dole Whip. They have <laughs> vanilla Dole Whip and lime sometimes, and if you get it mixed, it's it's pretty tasty. That, yeah, I got. Well, I think that's is that what you actually. I, he had ice cream. He didn't. I, I he had. Didn't actually I had a large up. flurry, and I had the Dole Whip because I wanted to try it. So I had two. People were like, "Did you get two? I'm like, "Yeah." <laughs> you're, you're like, "Yeah." This know. is yeah. I was gonna say, "What's the question?" Yeah. <laughs> what was I? This is only open seasonally. I have to get it all in now. What, yeah. What part don't you understand? I had to try this, oh, and I yeah. had the full, like last night. We went. We got cookie dough flurries, but it was good. I live within walking distance to Harrigan's. It's not good. Unless you walk there. Um. No, I don't. Oh. <laughs> In my head, so this is, I'm always like, I should walk. You rationalized it, but I'm in walking distance. I'm in walking distance, so I'm always like, okay, I'm going to walk there. But then it's about 6.30 at night, and the bugs come out. Oh, And yeah. I'm like, well, I can't walk there. I'm going to get eaten alive, yep. but I'm still going to go. So I literally hop in my car, drive a mile at the most, and eat my Dole Whip. But I, I could walk. That's, have you ever had the uh, the coconut milk one? Yeah, that's So delicious. Good. Those yeah, are actually good. Those I, are very I, had, good. I had those in the past. Um Sometimes when I'm trying to eat halfway decent, and I, I'm not a huge sweet person, but right now because it's so darn hot out, I have some of those Halo Top ones at home. Yeah, which is kind of like the. There's not as much like sugar and fat, and it basically they just make it with different kind of product. Yeah. But um, I find those are okay. Like yeah. if you just want something cold to munch on. And but, they now have a non-dairy option. Oh, do they? Well. So does Ben and Jerry's. Really? With almond milk. Well done on their part because oh. Ben and Jerry's is clutch. Um, it is so good. But I think I think the one I like Ben and Jerry's, but sometimes they have a little too much flavor in it. Yeah. So me, like, give me a cookies and cookies and cream from Stewart's, and I'm a happy camper. Yeah. The Stewart's yeah. ice cream is tough to beat. It's, it it's a very good. we take it for granted, but it's a good ice cream. I think. It, it's actually it's funny you say that people will talk about it like that. Do you have that on the on the Adirondack? Like we the, do on the Adirondack. Yes. We have Stewart's yeah, ice cream. We do, and people we just. Um, had a travel writer write about Stewart's and their ice cream and stuff like that. Yeah, it, it's a, it has its own claim to fame have, for have sure. You, you must have been to Happy Pike, Shay Z. Oh yes. Yeah. And their donut cones. Yeah. Yeah. My aunt owns it, and um, so it's like right down from my, like the my parents' camp. But mm. basically, I grew up down in that area, and uh, they've they've done very well. They talk about like a touristy thing. They've they've been able to kind of tap into that tourist idea of being right in the water, and it's it's yeah. a nice like when you go. Because it's got the breeze coming off. It's mm-hmm. one, I, well, from my knowledge, I think it's the only place really on the water that you can get ice cream. Oh, yeah. Most stuff's sure. inland, you know. So I think the fact that you can go down there and go hang out and just sit out by the semi by the water, walk across the road and sit next to the water, it's, it's nice. And they have a great product. Like, it, it, well, people do thing. talk about it. it. It's not like it's just a... Uh, well, it's become like a destination spot. Yeah. I remember when she first opened, that was a thing. It's like, oh, well, people really come up to Shazie just for mm-hmm. ice cream. But the fact that you're on the water and the food's good and there's... A very diverse menu, and they've done good too with our like cyclist. I know a lot of cyclists stop there, and it's oh, a place yeah, to yeah, rest I mean, because that that whole uh, route is really where they want to go because they can ride right along the water and stuff like that. So, oh yeah, that's yeah. a great great spot. There should be more. Yeah, we should so, have ice cream right now. <laughs> I, I got vodka. <laughs> just, <laughs> yeah, just you say, do. I really don't have much to offer <laughs> yeah, you right no, now. Really, ice cream. I think I got some pita from uh, from Aleka's. Oh, another well, another, good, another good spot that's, that's on. A great that's one. gotta be on it. The, have you ever heard the Greek fries there? Yes. 
That is one of I my... didn't get it tonight, but that's like crack. Actually, I'm so excited tonight because I'm just plugging everything in downtown Glassburg. Last night I got back and my wife's like, I want sushi. So we're big, mm. big Yama people. So yeah. Love Yama sushi. So Very we ended good. up going to Yama. And uh, of course, I did not eat the greatest. I did it well. I did it up well. I mean, right. we just had a lot I mean, of... if you're going to eat sushi, just eat sushi. No, no, not even sushi. I'm saying like from Maine. Oh, yeah. Well, so then I was like, I'm like, so then I came back and I was like, well, I'm going to get kind of what I normally get and I ate half of what I normally get. So I have a pretty good amount of sushi left for tonight's uh-huh, dinner. There you which go. Did, sushi the next day is not greatest, but it, it will do. Um, so I mean, ex- if you have to. Yeah. So I'm, I'm excited about that. But um, you sushi? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yama yeah. or Kodo? You don't care? Oh, I'm... Oh, I don't... Re- I, I'll go with either. I mean, yeah, I'll eat either, no. but I'm a But Yama's Yama. really good. The one thing that... Be really good. The one thing I like about Yama, and I'll t- it's the simplest thing in the world, mm-hmm. and Kodo, if you're listening, Kodo people, is the wooden chopsticks mm. versus the plastic chopsticks. Yes. Okay. The wooden chopsticks... They're a little bit smaller. They're e- they easier have, for you to use. Well, yeah. they also have the, uh, the wood has a little bit of a grip to it. Mm-hmm. And the plastic ones, every time I get them, and I, mm-hmm. they slip and it's a mess. Mm-hmm. So if I get the wooden, but if you get Kodo to go, they give you wooden chopsticks. Oh. But when you show up, they give you the plastic. And I'm not That's a plastic. I, I know it's like a very random pet peeve wow. of mine. I take, really, really I take my sushi. Really, really thought my about sushi, chopsticks. Sushi and my coffee, very it. seriously. Apparently, I'm yes. learning so much. Yeah, so sushi. And, people, and I guarantee you, there's people that are listening, but I know exactly what you're talking I about. I do. Now that you say it, I'm like, oh, yeah. This so next time you go to Kodo and you guys yeah. are fiddling with your. Realize that the the actual plastic. Could we plastic, just ask for other ones, you think? Can we have to I go think so. chopsticks? I, I, I honestly go and never remember to ask for the right, the, until to you've go. Got them. And I just sit there and curse as I'm eating my. <laughs> is it sliding off and landing in the, the soy sauce <laughs> and splashing and then. Then taking sushi out of when it's been immer- or submerged oh, and yeah. su- no, it's just, it's just it done. It's so salty no, and I'm like, I'm out. Yeah. This um, has been great. I love salty sushi. <laughs> I, I do put everything on the sushi though. I put the ginger, I put the wasabi, I put, um, like I load it all up. Like do. it's a production. But. See, I don't. I eat it just the way it is. Do you do uh, sashimi? Just the raw oh, fish? Oh yeah, I'm fine with that too. Ra- uh, uh, is it Najiri's when they just put, I actually Over like, the rice. I actually like that a lot too because it's kind of plain. It's, I don't think I've actually tried that. I mean, it's not. It's just fish and rice. I mean, it's not like it's not like it's a big. It's not life changing. No, it's not life changing <laughs> by any means. But I just, I don't know. I think the simplicity of it's nice. I know. You put too much sauce on it. Sometimes it gets a little, little crazy. Even though I say that, but last night I got the American Dream Roll, which basically is, it's like a, I forgot which uh, fish was in it, but it has some cream cheese, which I used to oh, not be no. a big cream cheese and sushi, but it's grown on me. It's got a little tempura fry to it, and it's very good. It's it's got a very distinct taste to it, huh. but. Um, that one's not bad to try. I'm gonna try it. Yeah, but then there's like the Mars roll, mm-hmm. then you got the Tiger roll, and it's the classic. So I just like all of it. Food. I I, I love food. The foodie. I, I think we go back love and say food. Foodie. So, yes. Um, so Christy, we're gonna. Yeah, because I took your allotted time here. You got to go to the gym or go eat or do something. I, I probably have to eat. Probably a little of both. Yeah, you're getting hungry. We're gonna we're gonna let we're gonna let her go before she gets hangry. Um, eat on my way. So. Um, if anybody wants to f- find you, follow you, check anything out, plug anything you want right now about... The biggest thing I would ask is if, you know, you want to learn more or learn about tourism in the area, just follow anything Adirondack Coast. And that's our handle on Instagram and on Facebook. Go Adirondack's the website. Check out the chamber. Get more involved in the community. Um, anything like that, you can contact me at the chamber anytime you want. So. And check out their Instagram page because there are some really, really, really cool photos. Yes. I, I, that's actually one of my favorite pages to follow just because 
And I love how you take it from people. Oh yeah. So it's just kind of a mash. It's a, it's a mashup of a bunch of people's vantage points and, and editing skills and all that. But they're really, it's really cool. And what, well, what's really neat about that is that it's not us telling you the story that that's people really here yeah. visiting they're, in their eye and what they see and what they're doing. Well, and, and that's I'm big on third party testimonials and that literally yeah. is a full page of mm-hmm. just testimonials because people are taking eat local or, and there's times you'll post a photo and I'll go and I'll click on that person that you give the credit to. Yeah. And I find out I'm like, they're from like Maine or yeah, Michigan usually. or whatever. And, and, um, so not always local people, which is really cool yep. to see. Um, definitely. So yeah, any of those. And, and like I said, I'm at the chamber for at least 40 hours a week, if not more. So contact me there and ask questions. And I'm always happy to Let's chat. stop in and have some coffee. Yes. Have coffee. Bring me uh, dairy free ice cream That's... or cookies. I'm really good with cookies. Or a non IPA beer. A non non IPA. Do not bring me an IPA. <laughs> I will not talk to you at that point. <laughs> You'll be shunned right out of the <laughs> yes. building. I will tell you why these are off immediately. <laughs> so, and Christy, before you, you yes. go, give us your favorite quote. My favorite quote. Oh, wow. That's a tough one. I don't know. Or words of wisdom. My fa- my words of wisdom, and this is just the way I live by, but if I am not laughing and not having fun, then I'm not doing it. And I remember on in my interview with Gary, uh, he said, do you want the job? And I said, I will take the job as long as I'm laughing. He said, the minute I stop having fun is the minute I stop doing this job. And to this day, that is my kind so you, of mantra so, yep so you've been laughing for 11 years i've been laughing i've been having fun and i just you know that, that's i i don't <laughs> never take yourself too seriously you know i'm not serious oddly enough that that's that's one of my favorite things and i think honestly why i've been able to do and meet a lot more people the last couple of years because i've been really more myself just mm-hmm. like goofy and fun yeah. and not caring and it's so much fun i have a blast working every day exactly like this is so it's so fun I, you meet so many cool people and the chamber is a big a big reason why i've met some great people yeah, and you know some like i said some really at this point i would suspect very lifelong friends because we've you know we've had a blast and we do a lot of stuff together so it is um all right we'll wrap up there uh if anybody wants to find christy she just told you how to do it no I, um, non-IPA beer and non-dairy ice cream, exactly. and you are her best friend. So, exactly. Christy, thank you for coming on. I appreciate no it. No Thank you. This was fun. You, you still got your radio persona and voice is still good. <laughs> I you know, still got right? it. So. Yeah, but this time I'm not talking to a wall, which is awesome. That would be, be weird. I've had to do that once ever, and that was when Matt Craig's goat had an issue, and he had to cut the podcast <laughs> short, yes. and I talked for like 20 minutes, and then I was like, it's, it's odd. It's very yeah. odd. I'm like, yeah. I'm wondering, this is, <laughs> is very strange. Is but, there a camera? Yeah. yeah, I know. I started exactly. looking and I'm like, <laughs> yep. but cool. So Christy, thank you very much. No problem. Thank you. Go follower. Go ADK. This episode 41 of the Galen Trombley Show. We're out. Thanks for listening to the Galen Trombley Show. If you want to reach me, you can go on Facebook at Galen Trombley, on Instagram at Galen Trombley, and on YouTube at Galen Trombley. The spelling, G-A-E-L-A-N-T-R-O-M-B-L-E-Y. Thank <laughs> you.